Across the UK, James Whale. Uh, after the news, Mr Ian Lee. Yes, is that me? You're talking to me? Yes, oh, I don't know. You, yes, I think it is. Why are you not doing your show down well, the, here? The question I is, mean, why are you doing your show out in the freezing cold? It wasn't that big a deal. Well, uh, you're a Muppet really Whale. Earlier. Oh, you're a I'm only saying it because you're not here. I wouldn't say it to your face. You know that. What are you doing now? Is he off? Has he stormed off? Good. What was he doing out there for crying out loud in the freezing cold? It was only a silly little vote about a silly little bit, bits and pieces. Poor old James. He's, I, think, I think the temperature has got to him a little bit. We will be back, dear listener. Brexit-free zone. Trust me. Trust me. This dear... He's, of course he's walked off. I know he's walked off. It's talk radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
so uh, one of my favourite films of all time, True Stories, David Byrne, Talking Heads, uh, arrived today. It's been released on Blu-ray, Criterion, Collection, Edition. So, so, uh, I seem to have ordered two copies. I don't quite know why. I'm going to send one back. Um, and I made Kath come round and watch the, f- the first hour of it. We've still got half an hour of it to go. Um, thoughts, please. Uh, it's one of the weirdest films I've ever yeah, seen, but yeah. compelling. Uh, David Byrne is totally charming, yeah. rubbish actor, and um, John Goodman is in it. Oh, and uh, what what a man he is! Anything with John Goodman in is in, he just is the best actor in the world, isn't he? He's the everyman that isn't um, yeah. Tom Hanks. So we watched uh, True Stories. It was uh, as good as I remember. It was better than I remember. I was in floods of tears watching it. For no reason other than I'm nuts at the moment. And uh, and it was great. But what's the, here's the exciting thing for um, the fans of the movie that came out uh, 33 years ago. It's a 33-year-old movie. For the first time ever, the the songs as they were performed in the movie, come on a seat. I know this is a niche opening to a show, but dear God, they've just been banging on about Brexit for the last three hours. James Wales sat in the pissing rain and the cold on College Green. Why? Why? Why was he there? You could do it here. It, the bit I heard was just him going, well, there's Boris Johnson walking past us, there's David Davis walking. What are you doing, James? We could do that. Look, there's Boris Johnson. Yeah. So um, so I've got to cleanse your palate um, w- by going as niche as I can and talking about a film that was a flop and hardly anybody saw is pretty darn niche. So the, the, the an album came out at the time that was kind of like the, set, the uh, instrumental music, the background music. A CD came out, which was Talking Heads doing all of the songs. Uh, but this, finally, it, I, I haven't brought it with me today, guys. I apologise. I know, you, I know. Stand down. I haven't got it. But finally, it's out. Um, OK, Catherine, which one of the biggest bands in the world named got the name of their band? Oh, from that movie. Yeah, I heard it. Radiohead. Radiohead. Well done. Yeah, they got the name of it. Because of the... Oh, hello. Because of hello. the Mexican guy who reckons he can tune into people's yeah. vibes. Um, <laughs> uh, someone's, Scott's laughing at the sex criminal um, complaint, uh, which I uh, screen grabbed and sent it to him. Um, but the Radiohead song is a lot jollier than actual Radiohead. Yes, yes. Uh, Ray- I can't remember where it goes. Um, yeah, yeah. Baby, your mind is a radio. Ra- anyway, that's it, anyway. It, it's got the line radio. It's a great it. film. It's a great film. I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's a director's commentary because if there is, I'm watching it at the weekend uh, with director's commentary. I'm hoping it's got David Byrne commentary. Um, it's stunning. I thoroughly recommend everyone goes out and watches it. Most of you will hate it. Most of you will hate it, and that for me is the sign of a great movie. Um, uh, it, but when I hate it, it's the sign of a bad movie. I point you to Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. But I do want to see it. Oh, it's well. I'll, I, 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 I'll, I might have a cinema ticket. Okay. That you can see it on with. I don't know. It's such a lousy movie. Good evening, dear listener. Uh, the late night alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. Okay. There's a new camera on me. That's what's different. There's a new camera on me. There's no camera there. There's one there. I got double camera, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, camera guys. I'm sat in silhouette, so screw you. Busy show this evening as I slowly deconstruct my life brick by brick and um, turn it into a gas and uh, release it into the cosmos. I wish you wouldn't release your gas in my direction. Sounds fun. 
Um, you can give us a call, 03444991000. Genuine question. I've got... N- I didn't... Un- I had, we had the telly on with the Brexit stuff in the background, right? And then we watched a bit of... Oh, then we watched a bit of um, Britain's favourite 100 dogs. I mean... Live! It was live, hosted by the excellent Sarah Cox, who is brilliant. And and the, um, you know... the Pop- nu- Popular Ben Fogel. Popular Ben Fogel. Thank you, thank you. I don't want a, a legal court case with him. I'm not Nihal. Um... So it was. I'll take a few straight to air, Sam. Let me let me take a few straight to air. Uh, hello, line. Ooh, hello, line one. Hello, hello, you. Hello, you. You're on the air, line one. Oh wow. Hey, um, I I had a bit of a an accident today. Did you take a spare pair of trousers with you? Not that kind of accident. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I apologise. Apologise. I, I I had to ask. Tell yeah, us about yeah, your accident, is, caller. But... No, well, what happened was um, I, I wanted to send a picture of my Badriger to my parents, right? Yes. And uh, I did this. I climbed up on the table and Uh-oh. I took a picture of the Badriger, yep. and it was sitting up on the uh, on the curtain pole. And, yeah. and I took this picture and I sent it. And then after I sent it, I looked at the picture, and it looks a little bit like the Badriger was sitting on a very anemic penis. You're saying your curtain rail looks like a penis? Yeah, it does, from that point of view. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, I ask, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. Was the budgerigar actually sat on your penis? No, no. I'd love... But, I, imagine, right? I'm not saying I would do it. I'm not saying I would do it now that I don't drink or take drugs, right? <laughs> but imagine the sensation of a little budgie... Scratchy. Scram- scampering up and down the old fella. No, no. Because just tickling it with a wing. They just peck. You wouldn't want that. You no, wouldn't you wouldn't want, want that, to peck. Yeah. Now we finally know what Woodstock was saying oh, at that time. Go. There we go. Uh, she means she means the Charlie Brown Woodstock, not the festival, where only two people died. <laughs> well, um, uh, um, you, it's, it's for your parents, though, yeah? Yeah. They've seen your penis. They've seen your penis. It, it looks a little bit like, uh, yeah. They've it seen it. a little bit like that. Yeah. Mum's seen everything. Can, can you? Are you on Twitter? Can you tweet the picture to Catherine? Oh God, no! I don't need any more. We'll be the judge of whether it looks Would like. Would you a... like me to? Yes. Would you like me to send you that picture? Don't send it to me because I'm not. I'm not on Twitter at the moment. But at flipping. No, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. At flipping Kath is uh, the, the tweet. If you send it to her, we'll, we'll judge um, your curtain pole. Okay, thank you, caller. There we go, there we go. That's a, a great start to the show. It's totally going to be his penis, isn't it? Uh, yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's take calls straight to air for for um, for a little bit. So, Britain's top one hundred dogs, hosted by Sarah Cox and Ben Fogel, uh, live, live. <laughs> a lot of filmed inserts. It has to be said. Hey, listen, man. If they offered me that, of course I'd take the dollar. Of course, I would take the dollar. But. Um, that was poor TV. That was I don't like to. You mean poor? Yeah, poor TV. That's what I said. <laughs> poor. Yes, yeah, I'm saying poor. P A W. No, I don't know how you spell it. Poor. Poor. Yeah, poor. Is it not very good? Oh. Um. That was. Uh, it was rough. Uh, it was. It was slow. Slick. It was poor, but slick. Don't know what you're doing. It was it was poor TV. I don't I don't. But far be it for me to denigrate. Um, you know, here's the thing. There'd be like sixty, sixty people working on that show, right? Some and there would have been a meeting where they, where they'd have gone, hmm, yeah, 
Yeah. Now, let's not do the documentary where um, Ian Lee and Amir Khan go to Pakistan. Let's do what Britain's favourite 100 favourite dogs live. Let's do that instead. Let's do that instead. Because that... Here's the thing. You get the television you deserve. And you deserve that crap. <laughs> Someone <laughs> listing dogs. <laughs> They're literally just listing dogs. I mean, there's no hmm. provable oh. hierarchy. They didn't show us what the scientific reasons behind uh, the order that they'd chosen had gone. In fact, the one, the dog they used to illustrate the crossbreed, which yeah. I believe had come, what, fifth or something? His ninth. Ninth, ninth right. favourite dog was, was, was mongrels. T- turned out not to be a crossbreed at all. So, no, he, But it was owned by someone from Coronation Street. It was, so apparently... Honestly, it was the biggest... <laughs> load of of uh, horse manure ever, and and I do this show, so trust me, I know. Has that guy sent you a picture of a bird on his Nothing dick yet? yet. No, okay. no, bird on a wire. No. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. When we come back, we're going to phone up Keith and the girl live in America and uh, tear them a new a hole. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So there's this crappy show in America called Keith and the Girls. Trash. Um, uh, I've made the mistake of being on there twice. Kath's only been on there once. I've been on it twice. Uh, I phoned up, didn't I? Well, time? yeah. And when Just I to the, save you, you phoned up, you were, you were, that's like saying Rainbow George is, is on the show. No, they it? asked me to phone. No, they did. I was did. a guest. No, you weren't a guest, I though. Was. That's like, well, that's, again, that's like saying Rainbow George is a guest, and no. we know he isn't. Um, um, by the way, George left me a nice Facebook message today. I've got no beef with George. People think I've got beef. I've got no beef with him. I'm enjoying the tension, I'm enjoying the combative nature of the show it's all theatre it's all a play speaking of plays i'm gonna become an actor I'm, I'm jacking this in i'm gonna become an actor i've got an acting agent and i have to what you do is you don't do auditions now as actors you film yourself doing the acting and then you send it off to the the casting director and they go oh yeah this guy this guy's great he's gonna make him in a movie put him in a movie right so uh i have got to in the next couple of days i've got to film what we what we call in the business the biz uh sides three sides okay that's what we call three why it, sides why is, it, why is it called a side sorry why is it called that and not a scene well it's just it's just what it's called it's do called, you know why um i've so i've got to do that so i've got to film that um so tonight later on if if, if you're lucky dear listener and two two things you've got to be a you've got to be lucky and B, we've got to have really, really run out of material, you know, by about, like, 25 minutes before, you might get to hear me rehearsing acting. Will you need someone to play off? Because hmm? I think I could... Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. This is how I'm Sam, would you, be able to help, uh-huh. would you be able to help with the acting I'm going to be doing later on? Yeah, of course. Nice one, man. Thank you. Thank you. So that's going to be that's going to be fun, right? But they're these scumbags in America, Keith and Hemden. I've been a guest on their show twice. Kath was a guest on their show once by accident. It's only because she rocked up with me, and um, they left mistakenly left two seats out, and so she sat in one, and they, they were too embarrassed to tell her to move. They, they totally like me better. And then I was a guest on my own, solo, because they, they said, "Come back and, and come back." Call, and they called me. Come back and d- ditch the deadweight, the ladies. Uh, John in Highbury, you're never getting on the show again, you muppet. Uh, um, so anyway, so I was on there and I thought we were like friends and stuff like that. And I gave them money towards their pledge drive and stuff. I've got then, their mobile phone numbers. So tell me, tell me the, what they did. They had an award ceremony. Yeah, they had an award ceremony and it was a kind of rundown of the year, best bits of the year. And they had nom- nominees for various things like best drunk person. And that was won by a man who rings up at two o'clock in the morning and leaves um, messages for Hemda. 
um, actually for Keith, talking oh. about how what he'd like to do to Hemda. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so he won that. And then there was one for, I don't know, uh, Best Newcomer or whatever, which you, of course, couldn't win because you um, went there the year before. Yep. And then there was one for Silent Movie Trailers, which is a game they play on Facebook after each of their shows goes, goes out. And um, Kem- Hemda's not very good at films, and she has to describe what she's seeing. And Keith sees every film in the world because he's got one of those, like, movie passes. And so it was him versus you. Movie pass. I mean, what a USA sad USA versus the UK. And I, I won, and then I should have won an award for best, like, guest. But and someone then else I didn't, won it. They thought they? someone else was better So screw those a-holes. Never going to go on their show again. Let's phone, let's phone, let's phone America. Um, okay, right. <clears throat> Hover the dump button, because I'm phoning Keith. Hi, thanks for the call. Leave a number or a message. I'll get right back to you. Bye. Hey, Keith, buddy! It's your old buddy Sal from Sal's Diner. I just want to say I think you're the biggest piece of trash ever. You're a dickweed and you're an a-hole and you're a butt munch. And I just think that you suck. And I hope that some really bad stuff happens to you, man. Because you're an a-hole. And I hate you, man. I hate you so much right now. What's the song? Oh. Ian, oh, uh, yeah. how's he going to know to call you back? It, well, it, he won't. He's just going to think it's a random. Oh, just abuse. Yes, yes. All right, yes. now, I, now I dare you to try that crap with with Hemda. I'm not, not, I've not, not got a problem with that. Right, not okay, got a problem. Well, mm. they're, they're a crappy show, which you should never listen to. And this isn't me even doing reverse psychology. This is me doing psychology. It's Keith and the girl. So if that pops up in your feed as recommended, um, then... It's my actual favourite. Disrecommend it. My favourite is the Chris Warburton podcast, but he's not coming on the show tonight because Nikki Campbell has got kidney stones. Okay, shh, shh. Hey, is that Hemda? This, yeah, hey, this is Sal from Sal's Diner, downtown New York City. How you doing, baby? Good, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, Hemda. I'm doing great. Been loving the Keith and the Girl podcast recently. Great stuff, man. <laughs> I got one problem. I got one problem what? about your podcasts. Okay. Right? My good buddy from the United Kingdom, Ian Lee, should have won that <laughs> should have won that crappy competition that you're doing. And I, I, I hear that he didn't he came a runner up. What the hell is this? <laughs> this is bullshit. Oh, I know. I would you know what I think? I think we should murder Mateo, who got, honestly, just like yeah. maybe two dozen more views. Well, and I well, think he didn't earn him it. The, I got a surprise for you. This is Ian Lee. You're on the radio, so you, don't you dare swear. Catherine is here, and Catherine is as angry with you as I'm fuming. I'm not. I can completely see why you chose Mateo. Shut He's wonderful. up, man. You're supposed to be. We're a team. Keith will be backing her up. She'll be backing Keith up. You back me up. What? You said I was a hanger-on. <laughs> What the hell happened, Hamda? Why the hell did I not win? What is this? I'm, my dreams have been dashed again by you. I know. I was really mad, too. I really think that you should come back and maybe have Cass with you. I think you do yes! a better job. Yes! Well, yes! Okay, okay. Here's, here's, okay. I, I'm completely up for that. Okay, fine. Well, you can pay for it this time, then. Fine. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I was I'm going to be honest, I was, dis, I was disappointed, and um, uh, Kath thought it was funny. Kath came in and oh, you didn't win the thing. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for telling me 
like that. Yeah, but you've got a mention. That's nice, isn't it? No, a mention's nothing. Yeah. As, as, as we know from watching that cat um, competition documentary on Netflix, no one, no, no one remembers second. Oh, yeah. No one remembers second. They remember first. What, no one remembers second. What was that white cat called? Bobby. There we go. You He's see. no ooh-la-la. Um, how are you guys? But can, I, but can I tell you, you are... You are the number one Brooklyn accent guy in my heart. Yes! <laughs> uh, in the Kendall Heart Awards, my Brooklyn accent. Can I, can I ask you, right, because you do, you do live in America. I think you are American, actually. Um, that, was a, that was like a really good accent for, for my, the character I'm working on called Sal from Sal's Diner. You bought that, didn't you? <laughs> totally. You could hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't believe when I get a call like that, it's just like, oh, my God, a call from Brooklyn and I'm in Queens? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Keith? Is Keith in the background? Yes, What a dick. This is Keith. (laughs) What? This is Keith. Keith is a Keith is a is, is honestly. Keith, I'm over here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't wait for Hender to go solo because that guy is. I got no idea what his guy does. Sorry. He's, he's just trying to compete with your accent, but honestly, like you are a native through and through. Thank you, thank you so much, indeed. Um, how's how's your? Uh, I've just told all of my listeners to stop listening to your show, so um, so there's going to be a huge boycott of your online. Yeah, feed. You'll, you'll notice a huge dip in the figures from the United Kingdom, and it's all Ian's fault. It's, uh, yeah, because I'm very powerful, as you know. I'm, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. A um, lot of TV shows that have kind of dried up recently, yeah. but that's fine. That's because they're wait. The big one's coming. The yeah, big one is coming. Um, what? Oh. I'm so glad. I've been wanting to stop podcasting. So thanks for giving me. <laughs> Can I ask? I need to ask Keith uh, what his opinion is on the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, please. Uh, you know it's horrid. It's horrible. It's uh, it's a non-story. It's cut out lies. They did not break up before that concert. Uh, he was diagnosed with AIDS after the concert. They just make things up, and I don't know why they didn't make him fly, because who cares? Here we go. No, I, this is the first time we're going to agree on a film. I didn't yeah. even get that far in the film. I had to um, turn off my... T- um, I had to walk out of the cinema. I was in a cinema, obviously. It's not available to watch at home yet. Because uh, it was so boring, but here's here's the thing that I, I it, it was it was just dull. It was a really really dull, crappy film about let's be honest, an average band. Whoa! Oh! 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 <laughs> He's just gone off. <laughs> which bit of that statement do you disagree? Which bit, bit of those facts do you disagree with? Trump's America. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, the, the band, they're one of the top ten bands in the world. It's to make a movie so offensive, uh, it should be criminal. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, guys. I think you suck. I don't. I didn't actually give you permission. Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji is a great film. The remake of Jumanji is a great film. Keith is an idiot. Listen, I did not give you permission to use me in your competition. If you're putting me forward for any more awards, which I'm sure you probably will, because I'm great, please could you please could you get permission from me first to use my likeness? Okay. You have a likeness. Right. Go, go away. Go away. Yeah, it's too loose. Go away. Go away. Goodbye, losers. I actually love them. Scumbags. Keith introduced a, a word to my vocabulary last month that I am uh, just itching to use on air, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Shitbirds! <laughs> 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 wow, 
vomitus. Also, he also says things of vomitus. Oh my God! Um, it's a strange, it's a strange experience being on the show. It is, it is fun being on the show. They've got this incredible setup, miles from anywhere. Although we got a cab there when you and I went, it took like an hour and a half. Astoria. It took an hour and a half, and about it was about one hundred and fifty dollars. I got the um, the the train there. It took me 12 minutes from... What? <laughs> so 12 where, minutes from Times Square. So that cabbie, what, 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 what was going on there? Bridges. It's Bridges because it's, it's on a different island. Ah. So it's Bridges. Um, and also, he didn't know where he was going. But the train just goes, it's like 12 stops. 12 stops. Insane. Yeah, and then you, you walk out and it's like, oh, and, and a nice little diner and, and it was around the corner Because when we went, it took ages, like you say, and we were also... We got there really early yeah. because we thought it was going to take ages. Yeah. It was a really hot, sweaty oh, day. Horrible, we turned up it? looking like a cup. I mean, yeah. we really let the country down, to be honest. We did. We did. We did. And and um, that will never happen. Um, I love them, though. Keith and the girl. CJ says, Queen are the best band in the world. Well, that is obviously not true. They did four good songs. The film is great. And, and Jumanji is not a remake. It's a sequel. Oh, is he drinking again? What the hell is going on with these guys? Oh three, oh, just take, we'll just take this. I'm taking a few calls straight to air just to try and get the vibe up and running. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. Hiya, Ian. It's Tracy. Hello, Tracy. Hiya. Hiya. Hello. You're right. You're right, Tracy. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm alright. Alright. Do you remember when um, Michael Barrymore used to say all white? What? All white up the back. Yeah. All white up the back. Oh my God. What? What? Was that um, was that loaded with innuendo, or am I? I hope not. Okay. I don't think back then that was a thing, was it? I don't think he was. Uh, anyway, let's move away from that. Oh. Uh, hello, who's? Gosh, who's that? Who just farted? I don't know who farted. It was. was, it, was it me? It was that guy in the background. I just heard him drop something, and it sounded like his guts. <laughs> 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 anyway, Tracy, what can we do? For you. Right, I'm just replying to your um what you said about Bohemian Rhapsody. It was a little crap. But what what what's the name of the film, sorry? Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, yeah, it's a load of crap. Yes, you phoned in to agree. No, I, I don't agree. Disagree completely. What do you mean? You. What, what, what 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 you saying you like it? I did like it. I did like the film, but I must admit, Ian, that it was Boring. What they what they told no 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 it wasn't boring, but they told the story completely wrong. I mean it was completely wrong what they said about him with age blah 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 and everything. I think it was completely wrong. Well the whole thing was made up. The documentary of Freddie Mercury yeah. and it was completely wrong. Yeah the whole thing was made up. But, but but how can you say it was boring? It wasn't boring. It, it wasn't was boring at all. I stopped uh, an hour and fifteen minutes into it. I paused. Uh, I looked at my watch. And I saw that there was only halfway through the film, and I thought, I've had enough of this, and I left the cinema to go uh, upstairs to bed. Really? Yeah. How can you say that? Because it was boring! It was boring! No, it was it so was dull! boring as all! Ian, what's up with you? How can you say it was boring? It wasn't boring. Uh, He's a legend! Freddie Mercury's Fred, a legend. Fred, Fred, listen, Freddie's Fred great, but I, I, I hate to break it to you, he had nothing to do with that movie. Exactly. You think he's dead. That's true, because he was dead. Can but... I try, Tracy, can I try something with you? Right, go on then. Let's see how big a Freddie Mercury fan you are, okay? You ready? Right, yeah. go on then. Dale! <laughs> Dale! Diddy, Dale, 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 Dale! Dale! Dale, Dale, Dale! Uh oh! 
There we go. She's a big fan. She's a big Freddie Clearly. Mercury fan. She knows all the words to his songs. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Uh, could you fulfill one of my lists on the bucket list? There's something off my bucket list. It's the last one. I'll say thanks in advance. Could you, uh, I've never been cut a radio show. Could you do that for me? What do you want me to do? Cut me off a radio show. No, I'm not going to do, no, do that. Get lost, idiot. Hang on. What? Oh, balls. Played right into his hands. Ah, get him to call back and I won't cut him off. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Well, as I left my house today, a mir- I, I had to go and put something in the bin, and I'm so glad I did, because a miracle happened. Oh, yeah. Almost like... You know the second coming? That's not when Jesus came back from the dead, is it? That's when he comes back again next, next time. time. yeah. OK, right, 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 right. Uh, by the way, if you tuned in to listen to Chris Warburton, he's been tuning for that, but... Uh, and his excellent podcast, Wake Up uh, to Waco. Um, is that what it was called? No, End of Days. End of Days, but it should have been called Wake Up w- to Waco. W- which I crammed today thinking, it's going to be on. Yeah. The least I can do is listen to his podcast. Excellent, by the way. Yeah, it's good, it's good. It is good isn't it? Yep. It's about the British, 29 British people that went over to Waco. It, it, it's, it's really well done. Um, you paid for it, licence fee, BBC licence fee. Might as well listen. You paid for it. They, they flew him over to Texas, you know, hog heaven. Um, well, he's not coming on tonight, so, so screw that guy. Because of Nicky Campbell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nicky Campbell's got kidney stones, and so he's having to cover Nicky Campbell. Anyway, so he's not coming on. He is going to come on um, next week at some point. Next week as well, we've also got Jim Bob, formerly, formerly of Carter USM. Um, and I got in touch with Jake Shillingford from My Life Story about getting sorting out another day because he couldn't do last week. Oh, that's for me to about this, Rogers. So pledge... Um, oh, hang on a second. Hello, yes, line one. We'll take, we'll take call straight to air until at least 11 o'clock, I think, tonight. Yes, line one. Good evening, Ian. Good, Good evening, Kath. Hello. Good evening. Um, 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 so, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't like the end when they recreated Live Aid. Okay. If you are spoiler me, alert, guys, spoiler, better. spoiler I think everyone alert. Everyone knows that. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But it would have been much better if they actually used actual footage rather than. Well, this is what I don't. Un- I, I didn't get that far, but yeah, they they basically replay the whole Live Aid concert, their bit, which is like yep. twenty five minutes, I think. But it's it's the real Queen vocals. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do um, kind of think, why didn't they just put? Why didn't they just show Live Aid? What's the point yeah. of that? They could have morphed. They could have morphed the image of um, Freddie into like you know done some kind of camera or, trickery. Or what they could do. This is uh, now. This would be a project worthy of doing, and I would donate to a crowdfunder for this. Recreate the whole of Live Aid with with tribute acts. I oh. would watch that. I would watch that. Wouldn't you watch that, Simon? Yeah, you're going to get people like Cheryl Cole and the Spice Girls. No, were they there then? No. Do you know what a tribute act is? Idiot. That was harsh of me. Sorry, I got stepped in. You get trip. You get so you get like um, status two, and um, oh, I see. I beg your pardon. And Drill Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drill yeah, Collins. Yeah, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's yeah, what. No, that's no, what I'd like to watch. I would like to watch that. I would. Have you seen the Spirit Box videos on YouTube of Freddie Mercury being interviewed in Spirit? <laughs> no, I've not seen those. Uh, I've not seen well, those. Well, there you go. You into YouTube, Freddie Mercury Spirit Box. There's your homework. 
Does he go? Does he go? Okay, thanks a lot. What is your message for your fans, Freddie? Here it is. This guy called Freddie Mercury Spirit Speaks. Hear his message from the portal by a guy called Steve Huff. He's had half a million views, so it must be real. It starts off at this point, so let's uh, let's have a little look. What is your message for your fans, Freddie? I love you. On November... Tw- it said, it, what, okay, oh, it's EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. So what it came up with there was, feel guilty, I love him. I mean, that was Freddie's overriding message, wasn't it? Guilt. Also, was that his voice? No. <laughs> why, why am I even asking that question? Let's carry on with, with this, this, this guy. 24th, 1991. Freddie Mercury, lead singer of Queen, passed away from bronchial pneumonia which was a result of complications from AIDS. Freddie Mercury was well-loved. As a matter of fact, growing up, I owned Queen albums, and who can forget the anthems that we all know and love? We Will Rock You, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, We Are the Champions. Okay. They get, to the bit where, get to the bit where he talks to the dead man. That has not only touched my heart and soul, um, but to the channel each and every... Hang on a minute. Who's sitting watching this crap? Out just my- well, Simon, for a start. Simon loves it. Very well. Uh, it saddened me. Um, it kind of shocked me. And I feel that a lot of us who love... Oh, shut up. Here we go. Thank you. Ed, who do you work for? Ed. For you, I heard. <laughs> Brave. I am brave. I'm not afraid. It's Mikey. That's absolute rubbish. I mean, what? Oh, Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Oh, right. Okay, it's Paul uh, Innocent uh, here. Yes, man. Britain's leading man, Paul Innocent. The greatest. Uh, <laughs> uh, our greatest. The next James Bond, I predict. Well, you know, he uh, if you're talking about double old seven, yeah, well, wow, she's born. I would suggest if you go up for the Bond audition, don't do a Sean Connery impression. Own it, Paul. Make it your no, own. Well, in that case, I'll turn up and just say, uh, it's, uh, it's Bond. James Bond. They call me double uh, got Paul, I've got some sides here. Because uh, I have to tape some audition pieces to give to my new acting agent. Um, right. And I, uh, do, you, do you tape yourself tape? I can do self tape. Yeah, I do self tape sometimes. Any? Yeah, have you got yeah. any tips for me? Because I'm a newbie at this. You're a newbie at the acting thing. Well, the first thing to do is if you're going to articulate, basically, uh, you never articulate the word until you feel it within your solar plexus. Now, which um, remind me, what is my solar plexus? Is is that my bum hole? No, no, no. Where is my solar plexus? <laughs> on, on the contrary, my friend, your oh. solar plexus is the centre of feeling as, as a human being, which is just above your navel, okay. internally, obviously. Internally, so obviously. So until you feel it's real, um, okay. give yourself a big yawn. Yawn before you actually articulate, because yeah. that will colour the voice as well. You give yourself a yawn so that the, the maximum space is in your mouth. Uh, and then, you know, you, I'm not saying... So you're supposed to, are you saying you're supposed to yawn before every line? Because I've not seen them do that in movies. No, no, or maybe the they contrary. cut you, you, They cut just after the no. yawn into it. No, 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 no. On the contrary, you yawn for a few times before right. you actually do the audition. So okay. it opens the back of the throat up, 
Uh, and then when, you, when you're actually ready to articulate those lines, you never utter right. a word until you actually feel the actual word inside of you. Okay. If, if, it come, if, you feel, if you don't feel it's real and you don't believe in the word you're saying, uh, it won't come across as being I wanna, real. I wanna, how do I get... Listen, uh, I, I, listen here's, the, here's the thing, Paul. I want to... Um, sorry, Sam. I want to I do these scenes with you tonight, Paul. How the hell... Okay. How the hell am I going to get these, these scri- this script to you tonight? Well, you can send it to me at paulinnocent29 at hotmail.com. Are you you an idiot? Are you an idiot? You're sending another actor your lines. You know what's going to happen. He's going to send his own tape in. No, no, no. No, I won't do that because I've just written a two-hour feature film, an American feature film. I'm trying to get that off the ground. That's exactly exactly what a duplicitous duplicitous actor would say. Sorry? You disgust me. I've got, a, I've got a cheap American feature film, a two-hour feature film I've just written called A Shot of Passion. Ooh. So I'm in the midst of doing that. A porn, is it, is it a por- uh, it's a porno. No, 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 there's no porn. It's just a, it's a, it's a thriller. It's about infidelity. Okay. And the uh, repercussions are pretty bad, you know. Tell, but, me, and, tell it, me about it. it. It's, well, it's an interesting plot anyway. Right, but, um, you know, I'm... Right, I'm sending you. I'm sending you some of my sides. Hang on a minute. I mean, you've just you have just given okay. your email address out on air, which is probably not the greatest thing. Right, that um, doesn't matter as far as I'm concerned because I mean they've got it on the Facebook anyway. Anybody can get hold of me via that thing. I've got you okay. know I've got two or three email addresses. Right, hang on a minute. I'm gonna. Um, oh, hang on a minute. I'm just deleting anything that might mention stuff. Right, hang on a minute. So recipients, don't say it, but it's Paul. Innocent. We're going to do. We're going to do a little scene together. This is going to be awesome, right? I've sent it to okay, you. Okay, you... sent it to you now. Have, to... have you got it? Let me open my laptop because I'm trying to. Um... I tell you what, we're going to have a break. You open your lappy, yeah. and we're going to come back. We're going to do. We're yeah. acting masterclass. This is inside okay, Paul Innocent's studio with special with oh. special guest Ian Lee. The the. This the... sounds fantastic to me. You are the master. You're the master, I'm the, I'm the student. You're the sensei, I'm the little karate guy. All right, Paul, stay there. This is Talk Radio. This is on. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. So I'm on various local Facebook groups, you know, like, like local villages and stuff, and it, it's good for finding out about, you know, I'll just say cleaners, I've got a cleaner, but, you know, you can go on and ask stuff. So I found out my decorator and the guy that did my boiler. And there's a post here. Has anyone lost a black and white cat? Unfortunately, found dead. Now, it's. I mean, you don't realise you've actually lost it. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to have a little acting uh, workshop here. Anyone else, by the way, if you're listening, you want to take part? We're taking calls straight to air for a bit. Why the hell not? Nice gentle Tuesday vibe. Um, 0344 499 1000. Um, Paul, are you there? I'm here, mate. I've just got your email. Wild Bill, episode three, pre suiting draft. Is that right? That is it. We're going to do um, scene 64. Scene 64, let's have a look. Okay, in, Jes- in, Je- in turn, Jesuit House, day, day five. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm Jesuit and you're Bill. Okay, okay. Well, you, okay. You, when you're ready. Should we do it? Well, yeah, mate, that's what you wanted, isn't it? This is what we're going to do. It. <laughs> do, you want, do, you want, do you want to yawn first and do all the stuff? What do you want to do first? Do you I want to yawn. That's it. You what know, I want... Down. What I want is I want honest... Feedback from Catherine Boyle, please. Okay, okay. 
Well, the Manchurian, the Manchurian next year, I, yeah, 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 the Manchester one. It's not got too far away. Aye, that's the Canada. one. That's the one. The Manchester one. Grovy train. Aye. <laughs> so, base, right, okay. base, okay. former bass player in the Soup Dragons. Aye. <laughs> I think we're going towards. I thought we were going towards Liverpool. And your we, uh, your your suggestion was don't speak until you feel it in your bum in your solar plexus. Your bum. You're a funny idiot, but your solar plexus. That's okay. right. That's about your navel. Nothing to do with your bum hole, mate. I can do it now. Let's do it. Do you want to do... Can you do the directions as well, please? Okay, yeah. You want me to read those as well? Yes, please. Here we go. This is the scene. Right, here we go, then. Welcome to the magic... In the hallway. You ready? I'm ready, yes. Okay. In the hallway, a large wooden board, names engraved... I'm not. I'm not feeling it in my solar plexus yet. I'm just waiting for it to build. Is it? Is it a builder? Oh, well, I, yeah, I gather. I gathered that the pause is a bit too much. Is, was that Let too me, much? Was that pause too much, Paul? You're the professional. Was that pause too much? Yeah, that was. I mean, the way to look at it is basically yeah. you got Go what's, what it is. It, your thoughts are basically like a fence. Now, there's, there's such a script. When somebody reads a script, it's either flat, basically, like it's on the floor. Or it's standing up on a, like, like a fence. The flat ones have no, no depth. The ones that stand up like a fence are the ones that we're actually putting out the motion and, and thing. Because you're projecting, even though you don't know you are. You're okay. projecting to the audience. Yeah. They've got to pick up on Okay, okay. all right. So There's... before you actually... So now we know what the direction is. Before oh. I actually say, before I read to you, in, in the hallway, a large wooden board, so-and-so, so you're already thinking mm. uh, from the past... Leaking that thought to what's about to come, okay. so it doesn't come out black, mate. You know? All right, here we go. It's going to come out. It's going to come out rounded and textured. Right, I'll give I'll, 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 I'll the direction again. All right, on, hang on a second. Someone, hello, caller. Hello. Hello there. Who is this, please? Yes, it's Katya. Uh, I hear we can do some acting. That's why I'm calling. Y- yes. Uh, well, um, huh? surprised you're still in the country. Oh. Y- yes, you you can. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, yeah, yes, okay. okay. Um, but Paul Innocent and I are just doing a little scene. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, well, have you got a copy of the script there? Uh, not really. When are you going to send it to me? Well, it's it's kind of a two-hander. Ah, well, uh, okay. What? <laughs> Is it rude? Is it rude? <laughs> Sorry. Is it rude, rude? No, it's not rude, rude. Oh. She only does rude these days. She only does rude, rude. <laughs> Hang on, there's someone else there. Who else is there, please, caller? Hello? Hi, Pam. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Hello, Ian. Paul, I'll be with you in a second. We seem to have been hijacked by idiots. <laughs> no, I, I just wanted normal. Went to see someone about to get put straight through. I didn't get that. You didn't download the app, app yet, then? Well, uh, I, I was having a power nap at 9 o'clock, and I just got up, so I'm going to catch up. You, you had tomato You had tomato ketchup? Hello? Uh, Hello? Alan? Uh, Hello? 
Hello? Okay. Hello? Okay, Paul? Hello? Yeah, no, I'm here. You're talking to me. You're talking to me. I'm still here. Okay, right. Well, Katia, listen. Um, Paul Paul and I are going to do a scene. Maybe you could be the sound FX uh, girl. Oh, yes. Okay? Mm. All right, Paul, let's do it. Let's do this scene. Right, okay. I'm going to read the the direction again. And remember to think about the line. You already know your thought on that line. So while I'm doing the direction, have your mind running through. Have that running through your mind. And once I finish the direction, then you can come straight in on the end of your. uh, All right. Okay, here we go. Hang on, hang on. Who's that? Me. What? Andre. Oh, jeez. I've got a lovely tune here ready on me, Lappy. The thing is, we're we're trying to. Interested? Not really, mate. We're doing a little bit of acting. Oh, so I'll sing the song later on me, Lappy? Well, I mean... It's, uh, it's a Frank Sinatra song I've never sung before, and it's a good one. <laughs> Is it Mac the Knife? Uh, I, I, I really, I just... Uh... Oh, can we get on with this? Okay. So, what do you mean, can Have we get... a quick listen. Sorry? Stormy weather. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Raining. Raining. Yeah. Yeah. By the sound of this, isn't it? My okay. God. Well, Katia, can you do the? Actually, we actually it could be raining, couldn't yeah. it? Can you do the sound of Someone. rain, Katia? Softer, softer, softer than that. <laughs> it's like nuclear war. Storm behind it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe just a gentle. Could you do a gentle shower for us? <laughs> Hey, that's um, not bad. That's correct. Right, Katia, remind Katia, remind me what noise does a cockerel make in your in Belgium? Cocorico. 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 Right, that's what it makes over there. What bird goes cocorico? Uh, cocorico. That's in Japan. Oh, that's Japan. Okay, fine. What noise do you do for guns over there? Because over here we do. Pew, pew, pew for a pistol, and the machine gun is. <laughs> okay, so a gun is. Pong. Pong. Pong, pong. Pong, And can you remind us what an ambulance says in Belgium? Sorry? Flipping it. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so what about the scene now? Because I want to do the noises. Okay, can we have very, very, very quietly in the background, can we have an ambulance passing by, please? Okay. In Belgium, Caddick. What are you doing back on, Caddick? What? Right. Why is it not the same rhythm? Because it's... It sounds a lot like um, a clown car to me, like a... Mm, I I don't know. Hang on, who's this? Hello, it's Will. I could could do a metronome to keep you all in rhythm. (laughs) Yeah, because if you listen carefully in theatres, you can hear the metronome going. Go on, then. uh, Well, this um, is more of a rehearsal. Okay. yep. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, we lost Paul. We've lost Paul. Paul Innocent has had enough. I think he thinks this isn't a serious audition. Paul, uh, who's this? Uh, you need the sound of rain. Oh. OK. Oh. Okay. OK, well, that's disgusting. Right, well, Katia, you've scared off, you've scared off Paul Innocent, the next James sorry, Bond. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Hang sorry, on. Paul. Hang on. Paul, is that you? Groovy times are here again. But a crash, nice one. Okay. <laughs> Someone spiked my brew again. All right. Well, Katya, you killed. You killed the last. Basically, the last twenty minutes have been a waste of time yeah. solely because of you. You don't phone in mm-hmm. for nearly a year, mm-hmm. and when you do, you you you, you literally kill. You're like weed killer on the lawn. I think we need to call mm-hmm. an ambulance for this show. <laughs> there it goes. Okay. Hello, caller. Hello, this is Paul. Oh! I got cut off by your timer, so I, just, I wasn't able to stay with you. It was the timer. Now, but... Right. Let's do. Let's do this scene. Let's make this scene. Is it pre-recorded news? Good. This, this is more important than the news. Okay, Paul. Let's go. Away we go. Okay. In the hallway, a large wooden board. Names engraved. John Joe Ryan's dead. I'm sorry. I'm not. He was a nasty bastard. St Ignatius was the founder of the Jesuit order. He'd been a nasty bastard too. He believed we had to walk in the shoes of Christ. Perinde ac cadaver. My uh, Latin's a little rusty. Uh, Something about a corpse. As if a dead body. It's only when we give up on this life that we can be reborn in Jesus. You're doing this all wrong. Well, shut up. What are you talking about? You are. You want your honest feedback. You're doing it all wrong. All right. Well, could you give us honest feedback afterwards? Okay. Right. Sorry, Paul. Paul, can we come back after the news? We'll, we'll call oh, you all back. Right. Okay. Because Kath, Kath ruined it. Kath absolutely balls that up. Katia balls that up. I uh, apologise to Paul and to um, all of the actors out there listening for, for technique. Just go to the ads. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, we're taking calls straight to air. Might as well do it for a little bit longer. It's a nice little vibe. 0344 I'm giving up uh, phoning radio to become an actor been a lifelong ambition of mine. I now have an acting agent and I've got to film some uh, little audition pieces for them uh, just to get me used to, to acting. It's been a long old time since the Persuasionists. Yeah, so, and um, so we're just doing a little acting workshop and I know there's a lot of performers out there. If you want to get involved, 03, hit those, hit those numbers now. You will get through. What numbers? 0344-499-1000. We're joined by um, the next James Bond, Paul Innocent. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Profe- you all right? Oh, Professional actor, uh, movie star, theatre star, West End star. This guy has done everything, and he's very kindly workshopping with me, and it's great to have you on board. We're doing a little scene. Let's do it again. Let's go from the top, because I'm feeling a bit loose now. I had a, had a big yawn and a big shit during the news. Oh, God. oh my goodness. And he didn't even... He didn't even leave the studio, Paul. So I'm feeling my my diaphragm is feeling much more open than it was previously. Well, okay. I mean, did you say? I mean, you, you know, as long as you're, you're 
solar plexus is free. I mean, that, yeah. that's the most important. My solar plexus is free and easy. And Catherine is, is going to be well-mannered this time, and she will not speak until we finish the scene. It's only a short scene. So um, okay. let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's do the scene. Here we go. OK. In the hallway, a large wooden board, names engraved. John Joe Ryan's dead. I'm sorry. I'm not. He was a nasty... St Ignatius was the founder of the Jesuit order. He'd been a nasty man. Who? He believed we had to walk in the shoes of Christ. Perinde ac cadaver. Uh, my Latin's a little rusty. Something about the corpse. As if a dead body. It's only when we give up on this life that we can be reborn in Jesus. You're John Joe. You were John Joe. I've been looking for you. You want to talk about the past. I don't. What about Alma? Can we talk about her? What's happened to her? I had nothing to give her except that name, Alma. My only soul. I was poison for her. Yes, you were. But there's something only her father can give her. And... Scene. OK, well, first of all, high fives all around, Paul. I enjoyed that. Exercising yeah. my acting muscles a little bit there, loosening up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, as a professional, Paul... Mm. Give us your honest feedback, please, mate. I'd really appreciate it. Well, you did well. Uh, I mean, basically, the skills for an actor, you've got to basically feel what you're saying and listen to the other actor and respond truly to what they're saying. And you did it. You weren't thinking of um, timings or anything like that. There was nothing technical going on there. It was all very natural. And I personally thought, yeah, you've got the makings. It's there. The potential's there for growth. For growth. Like a seed. What I mean is you're part of all now. Like a seed. Okay, well, that was just, that's the professional, um, the expert, um, someone with, with skill giving their feedback. Let's just go to, you know, a rank nobody off the street. Um, he's got no acting experience, not performer, um, doesn't know anything about it at all. And, and, and listen to what Shasta says, but, but we'll give it, we will give it to listener less credence. Catherine. You know, I, I thought there's a, a good idea if we could both swap the road, swap around and see how you felt about that. Obviously, I'd have to cue those words that you cued up in terms right. of the... Radio. We you can, want to do that? Yeah, we can do that. But Catherine's going to give us. I didn't believe. I didn't believe you, Ian. I didn't believe that okay. you were reading a board. I didn't believe you were thinking about someone that I you wasn't. don't see anymore. I wasn't. I, I didn't was... think you were disliking people and slagging them off to Sorry? someone what? in a corridor. I didn't believe it. Well, we'll try it again, and this time, if you're doing it, the more we do it, the more you'll loosen up, and the it's more bit, you will feel. A, do you think, if that, now that felt harsh to me, Paul. No, she's allowed to say that, but that's constructive. That must, that means you must go away and oh. think, why didn't she believe it? Uh, and the reason, that obviously, is that the depth of feeling wasn't strong enough to uh, convince well, the audience. Is, there's well, one, there's one or two reasons why she didn't feel it. One, the depth of feeling wasn't strong enough. Two, she's just a cow who's trying to make me look rubbish. Oh, on the contrary, basically, because she's your friend, she will tell you the truth. Well, people who aren't your friends, who won't tell you the truth. So okay. she's your friend, so she will tell you the truth. Okay. And if you look, okay. if oh. you look in her eyes when she's saying it, you'll know whether she's being b i t c h y or she's being truthful. And okay. I suspect she's probably trying to help you. Okay. As opposed to All right. Do you want to swap characters around? We can swap roles. Uh, you know. All right, if you want. Here we, we go. Let's do it. This, um, this is fun. This is workshopping. Hang on a second. Hello, caller. Hello? Okay, well, they're not there. Uh, yes, hello, hello? Turn your radio off. Oh, somebody's trying to get feedback, mate. It's, feedback. Almost, it's, it's the Larson effect. 
Hello? If your number ends... Hello. Hello, yes, you. Who are you? Martin. Hello, Martin, you're on I the air. I called you by mistake. What do you mean you called us by mistake? Uh, I didn't know that button on my phone made calls. It's a <laughs> new phone. <laughs> what button is it? Is the button shaped like a green phone? Mm. Yeah, that one makes that one makes calls. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of buttons shaped like a green phone. Like, there's a, a no, there's phone, not. There's only on the one menu. button on yes, a phone. The phone menu. There's only one button on a phone shaped like a green phone. No, there's more than one. Hang up. <laughs> Hang up. Fine, Hang yeah, up. Do Red phone. Again. Is this time we're going to cut me off again? No, what there's no, there is no timer. I don't know what you're talking about, you weirdo. Uh, uh, hang on, he's gone. Right, okay, fine. Okay, let's do it. Let's swap roles. Here we go. Right. Okay, you want me to do the right? Okay, done. In the hallway, a large wooden board, names engraved. John Joe Ryan's dead. I'm sorry. I'm not. It was a nasty. St. Ignatius was the founder of the Jesuit order. He'd been a nasty too. He believed we had to walk in the shoes of Christ. Parinda at Cavarva. Uh, my uh, uh, Latin's a little bit um, rusty. Something about a, 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 a corpse? As if a dead body. It's only when we give up on this life that we can be reborn in Jesus. You're John Joe. You were John Joe. I've been looking for you. You want to talk about the past? I don't. What about Alma? Can we talk about her? What's happened to her? I had nothing to give her except that, that name. Alma. My only soul. I was poisoned for her. Yes, you were. But there's something only her father can give her now. And scene. OK. Um, I thought you were great, Paul, the way you just swapped from... I, I don't know if I made the transition quite so well. You, you no, did... Well, I'm an actor, so, you know, that's, that's, that's years and years of practice. But how did you feel? Did you, did, were you feeling what you were saying? I... Catherine did she, was she, did she look impressed? Even, you know, her face will tell you. I, well, I can't look at Catherine's face, um, for both legal and, actually, personal reasons. <laughs> um, but, Catherine, what did you make of that? I believed it a bit more. There you are. I think you that you slipped uh, into your um, natural accent towards the end there, rather than that posh one you use mm-hmm. on, the, da- fine. on the daily. That's actually tuning in. Yeah, yep. exactly. I felt like that came more from the old SP. Solar plexus. OK, thank you. Here's the thing. Yeah, I felt I did that one better, but then that's a problem, because they, I have to film me doing the other one. So well, I, I've, not, I don't, I've not seen the other one. It's no, here, no, the, I've, got, I've got to be the character that you were just then in the video. Why don't you... Oh, yeah, you've got to, you've got to be uh, Bill, is that right? No, you're Bill. I've got to I'm be Bill Jesuit. You're the, you're the Jesuit, yeah? Yeah. And I can't do that one you're both telling me. Well... No, 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 it's no problem. What, what, all it means is, because you're more relaxed, you have to tune in, but it means when you, go, when you get down to doing Jesuit, the feeling you've just established in terms of your own body feeling, you know, the, you know, the solar plexus, that's yeah. the feeling you've got to have when you're playing Jesuit, mate. And then it'll convince the, uh, the, the audience, the viewer, that the depth of feeling is there and they'll engage with what's going on. Ian, can I ask they've you... Got a... to engage, yeah. They've got to engage with what's going on and have sympathy for those characters to care, otherwise they yawn and fall asleep. And you've got to get them at the beginning yeah. or you lose them, pal. You lose them. 
What right. do you think is going on in this scene? I'm interested to know whether you understand. Well, I'll tell, tell you exactly what's going on in this scene. The, the, the one guy's looking at a board. Well, who are these people? Well, I've got the background, but I've not read it. But you know what a Jesuit is, right? Hmm? Hmm? It's the guy's name, Jesuit. No. Huh? No, 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 it's not. It's something to do with the devil, Catherine, isn't it? I think it's it some sort of... a priest or a monk. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, yeah, it's I his know. name. It's a, it's no, a Russian so... name, Jesuit. No, so obviously... I'm Russian, as you'll be doing it in the accent. this is someone who's lived a life and then has turned to the cloth. What? So they're talking... Yes. So he couldn't make it to the bathroom in time. <laughs> so it's, somebody so it's, a, it's a tragedy. In the moral ways and actually turned to the, the good life, in other words. He's given up the dirty yeah. life for the cleaning, uh, so the you, cleansing. You, you're talking to two sides of the same man there. So you're talking about the past. It's obviously tapping into something that he's tried to suppress. Think about that next time you do it. I'm not going to. Um, I have to learn these words, Paul, and I have to learn two more sides. Um, okay. Any tips on getting it into my brain? Well, my method of learning, basically, is you learn one line... Then you learn, basically, you go over that a number of times. Then you learn another line and go over those two. And then, yeah. then, you learn, then you learn the third line and go over all three. Then you learn the fourth line and go over all four. And, you know, you, basically, you build up. You don't try and learn a whole speech. You learn it line by line. And as you, as you learn each line, you collect the line on top of the line you've just learned. I think someone's so, just, just w- walked into our acting masterclass. Hello, caller. Yeah, yeah hi. My name is Dickie Taylor. I'm an actor. I specialise in silent movies, and I think I could just be just the ticket for your rehearsal tonight. I could do all the silent parts. Professional. Uh, okay, we've got professional um, silence artist. Okay, great. Uh, what, can, can we can we um, hear some of your work? Yes, um, you can count to three, and I, 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 I'm very professional. I like to be counted in. Okay, um, the, Paul, can you count count this gentleman in? Well, well yes. Uh, three, two, one. Off you go. Hey, he's bloody good, isn't he? He's bloody amazing, isn't he? My goodness, how do you learn that move? Please don't talk. Please don't talk over when I'm acting. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's crying. It must be a sad. It is a sad bit. I can feel the sadness coming off you. You've touched me very deeply, this has. I well, I'm, so, I'm sorry to hear that. We'll, 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 that's unacceptable behaviour. All right, Paul, listen, I, re- I genuinely, brother, I really appreciate your help, mate. Thank you very much. No problem. Look forward to talking to you soon. T- All right? Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I never enjoyed that little bit of acting there. Acting. My, oh yeah. So my so so yesterday the saga of the security light. Right. Couldn't uh, Sunday I, I put the new bulb in and the light wouldn't turn off. So I put and I adjusted all the settings and the light wouldn't turn off. Security light was on. So I thought I'll sod that. So I just went and turned it off. Turned it, turned this the switch off in the garage. So I'll, get, I'll get the electrician round when I get some money. To look at it. So today I go out to the on the way to, to, come, to get come into work. Go out to uh, the bins. The light comes on. <gasps> it comes on. It was off and it came on. And then after about twenty seconds, because I'm under the lowest setting, it switched off again. Oh, no! But it's meant to. Yeah, it's no. On a low setting. So you, you fixed it. But by, it switched by trying off to turn at, it off. But it switched off at the mains. The fig is going on. Hmm. 
It's incredible. You must have wonky wiring. Or or a ghost. Well, um, I'd go wonky wiring first. I think ghosts, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's prob- probably a ghost. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, how are you, Mr. Ian? Okay. Okay. Mr. Ian. Mr. Ian. Mr. Ian. Mr. Ian. Yes, Mr. Jerry. Okay. Mr. Double Lena, Mr. Bob Double Mr. Double Mr. Bob Double Lena. I don't think it's that nice, huh? I seriously, there's a pop-up station. The pop-up broke. I can't hear the radio station. You can't hear the radio station? No, I can't hear the pop-up. You're not missing much tonight. I can't hear the pop-up. What's popping up? Oh, don't don't answer that. Don't work. Your pop-up. Your pop-up player. My pop-up pop player not working. Oh, well. <laughs> it makes, the show, it makes the show even more unique and more magical. That's what it does. Pop-up. Pop, you, you pop-up. Pop-up. You pop-up. Oh, get all right to you, mate. I'm feeling your mum's okay. You're okay. You're okay, Mr. Ian. I'm going again. I know I'm listening, but I can't. I'm struggling to understand you tonight, so I'm being deathly oh, sorry, silent. Bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Like, dinner work. No, good times and bad times. Can't do bad times. It's life, isn't it? Good. Man? It's life. Take care of it. Take care of it. You know, working. I think Jerry's drunk. Okay, we'll get we'll, we'll get the pop up working. You put the bottle down. Okay. Bye, Mr. Ian. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, Mr. Joe. Absolutely bonkers tonight. <laughs> you don't hear from him for two months, and then when he calls in, he's not. Hey, um, do you, if you want one of those, you think your life is going bad stories. This is, this is a horrific story. I've only read the first paragraph, so I don't know how it's. I don't know how it turns out. I suspect not well. Badly. This is in, this is hello. In, oh, hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Yeah, okay. I've got, I've got a bit laughing on, really, yeah? Yes. Give you a quick listen. Quick one, please. Wish the luck and I the way I'm part of the water, bang my brain. I'm living in the fantasy and not that too many other people. People are the battle, they in metal boxes, by the way. Wish that they would drop the bottle and kill the pigs that don't belong. I hate people. The human race. I hate people. I hate people. I just bloody mess. Okay. All I could hear was, I hate people. I think that was it. I turned off brother's life support. Gets worse. It gets... That's the opening to the sentence, right? It gets worse. I turned off brother's life support, then found I'd killed a total stranger. Wow! This is a story! A grieving sister who agreed to turn off her brain-dead brother's life support was later told she had killed a complete stranger. I mean, she hadn't really, but... Sherelle Powell... Sherelle, that's a great name. Sherelle Powell only discovered the man's true identity when officials performed an autopsy and realised her real sibling was actually alive and in jail. <laughs> now the 48-year-old 40 has filed a lawsuit in New York seeking damages following the hospital mix-up. Ms Powell Wright said, I nearly... Ms Powell, she is to the right, said, I nearly fainted because I killed somebody I didn't even know. 
I gave consent. Her ordeal began in July last year when a man named Freddie Clarence Williams, 40, was rushed to hospital after an overdose. Medics phoned saying it was her brother, Frederick Williams, 40, who had been admitted. She said she went in and saw him. He had tubes in his mouth, a neck brace. He was swollen. He resembled my brother so much. After two days, she claims doctors told her that her brother was brain dead. Only after an autopsy was the truth revealed. Ms Powell went to her brother's court appearance to ensure he was still alive and then called him in prison. Surprised, Mr Williams responded, You were going to kill me? Isn't that amazing? Wow. Isn't that amazing? That poor woman... A, the trauma of, 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 of... Oh, my brother's dead. Oh, man, I've got to turn... No, yeah, my, turn my brother's the, had an overdose, taken an overdose. Yeah, yeah. Then you've got to go to hospital see him, and it's you know it's yeah. horrific. Yeah. And he's so out of shape that it could be your brother. Yeah. And then that, having to go through that, and then discovering he's alive. And you've murdered somebody. You murdered someone with your cold, bloody hands. That's some story, isn't it? What have you got for us this evening? Call straight to air, at least until midnight. Well, we might carry on after that. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't wait for a gap in the uh, the old conversazione. As soon as I see you pop up on the screen, I'll just whack you through and you, you chip in whenever you feel like um, it. Hotel that looks like a bumhole opens its doors to guests. Oh, um, hang on, I can probably do a really good joke here. Um... Hotel that looks like a bum hole. It does what? Opens its doors to guests. Okay. Um, that's a tight squeeze. No. Um, something. I'm working on crack. Or go round the back. Or rim. I I, I can't know. I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I'll, there's some, There's a joke there. I've just not got it. You do the story, Catherine. This cracking hotel has been oh, really... I've got, in- actually, I've got one. Go on. I wonder who was invited to the big opening. Oh, well done. So, Sam, sorry, mate. Sorry, buddy. I get the glory. You type them up on the screen, I get the glory, buddy. I'm sorry about that. That was Sam's gag. This cracking hotel has been reeling in customers... Oh! ...due to its unusual design. Yes. The Cass Anus celebrates <laughs> a rather cheeky body part... A bum hole. Okay. Yes, right. you really did read that right. The Cass Anus yeah. first opened its doors in 2007. It's part of an exhibit at Verbeke Sculpture Park, which is located near Antwerp. The hotel, created by Dutch designer Jupp van Lieshout, resembles a colon. Each section is anatomically correct, although the sizing has been inflated in order to make the bunker habitable. Hello. Uh, Hello? The hotel interiors yeah. are equally balmy. While it boasts a table, bathroom and double bed, there is a lack of lighting. Windows and a door provide some natural brightness from outside, but guests are left in darkness when night falls. Thankfully, there is working plumbing, so you shouldn't have to worry about the casanas smelling like the real body part. While you may think the hotel isn't very appealing, 200 guests book it every year. This is likely to be because it's considered a work of art. In a 2014 interview with Vice, Jörp van Lieshout revealed what inspired his creation. He said, well, 
One of the recurring themes in my work is a strong interest in systems, economical systems, political systems, but also the human body, which I believe is a perfect system. From 2005 to 2008, I made a series of works which represented the human body, but also a complete series of human internal organs, ranging from heart and brain your mouth to liver, the shape of a bumhole rectum, you do that and male and female sex organs. Cassanus is part of that series and takes its shape from the human digestive system, starting with the tongue, continuing to the the stomach, moving through the small and the large intestine and exiting through the anus. If you fancy a romantic trip to the Cassanus this Valentine's Day, couples who book a one-night stay can expect to fork out around £105. This includes breakfast and entry to the Verbeek Sculpture Park Museum. That sounds great. I mean, yeah, it's like like a a bum-shaped sort of caravan. Hello? Hello, caller. With a ring piece. It shouldn't have opened its back door, should it? OK. It's only got one door, front door. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sometimes you have to take deliveries in the back door. No, you never have to. That's uh, that's a fallacy. OK. Hello, I believe we have some... I use my bum hole to have a poo. OK, you use use your bum hole for what, sir? (laughs) Sorry, sir, you said you use your bum hole for... Excuse me, sir. It's not a great line. Sorry. I think you said you use your bum hole for something, and then I, I, the, the, the the end got swallowed up. What What did you say? Okay, maybe you could give us a call back and try again a bit later on with a better line. Would that be possible? Okay. Thank you very much indeed. Um, oh, sorry for that. <laughs> Is it outrageous? Oh. Says the drunk who phones up and gets my name wrong for the last 12 years and sings Clash songs. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? No. You tell Joe Strummer that. I will. Next time I see hey. him. Next time I see him. Yeah. Oh. His next life. He's blind blinded, mate. Okay. All right, well, you, I don't know why, anyway. you, yeah, why you started calling us again after not for it. I thought we... Well, it's a nice snow. I, I thought I'd like have him drive up there tonight, actually. Okay. Well, but it's the weather, isn't it, again? Yeah. No, it's like... OK, all right, well, thanks... Uh, thank, I was going to. Yeah, OK, well, th- thanks for telling us what you was going to do. If you want to tell us what you was going to do, 0344-499-1000, let us know what you was going to do. Hello, caller. OK, thanks very much. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. Um, taking the call straight to air, uh, certainly up until midnight. And we we may go on a little bit longer than that. We'll see. It was, wasn't really the plan. Just wasn't, you know, not not strong vibe today. Been a bit weepy. Today a bit weepy today. You know, a little bit weepy. That's fine. That's, that's, that's where it's at. I'm thinking. Let's see, because these are unusual times. You know, a lot has happened in the last week or so. You know, a lot of self-awareness and self-realisation. But I'm thinking I might go back on the pills. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm not coping with life. You know, life. You know, life. 
and how it's like um, you know most most people can somehow cope with it. I I am I seem to be unable to cope with it at the moment. So I'm thinking I might go back on the pills. I don't know. Uh, started therapy again. Started going to loads of new twelve step groups, and that's cool, man. Um, but yeah, I just I just uh, I just don't know. I just don't know, Catherine. I'm, right. over, I'm overwhelmed. Feel overwhelmed by life at the moment. Just overwhelmed, you know. And you see now where it's gone. The last, you know, you see, you see, you see me at my lowest. Yeah. And um, well, look, if you went back on the meds, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It wouldn't be the worst thing. It, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And there's, there's no shame in it. But here's the thing: I know there's no shame in it, but I feel ashamed about it. That's the thing. This is where um, emotion and um, your brain lying to you overrides very, very easily fact and what you know to be true. I know there's no shame going back on the pills, because there's not. And I've always said, if I come off them and it doesn't work, I'll go back on them. But I feel ashamed about going back on the, the, the about the possibility, about considering the possibility of going back on the pills. I mean, these are extraordinary times, you know. It's, it's yeah. um, you know, you know. I'm, that's, I think that's probably wise. And you know yourself. Yeah. Well, so, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I just... She knows. Just, uh, I could burst into tears now if you wanted. Mm-hmm. If you wanted no, to. let's not. I could do it. Don't. If you wanted to. Don't, because I probably could as well. Should we have a little cry on air? No, could We'll have a little cry for half an hour and we'll send that in as our awards entry. Can you play some Coldplay under it? I cannot play Coldplay, I'm afraid. I can play Snow Patrol, no, this No, because this leads to uplifting. There's no uplifting in this. Um, scenario. Well, anyway, you know, I'm a scumbag. I'm an a-hole. I know that. That's, that's been made clear, and I'm, I'm aware of that. And I just, you know, I just want to. Oh, I can't play that music because it's ma- it is making me. Uh, this, this is, this is, this is, the, this is the music that. This is what we want. Yeah, yeah. Hello, caller. Hi, Ian. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, uh, caller, like... my old friend. You've come to talk with me again. Hi, Ian. Um, don't sit down yourself, mate. You are absolute genius. Never forget it. Hello, can you hear me? No, because you're talking rubbish. Hey, there's Fred Carney to say, you know, I'm just a, a, a paid gob on a stick with, uh, you know, loose-fitting morals. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. But I appreciate your kind words, Rich. Uh, Ian, uh, Rich, Rich. Oh, yeah, you got me there. Ian, Rich. Like I say, you mean a lot more to people than you realise. You're absolutely brilliant. I could have just say two other things before I go. <laughs> right. Andre, genius. Let me tweet him again. Hey, back in a minute. He's just called me a genius. Now he's calling Andre a genius. This guy's genius oh. level is set very, very low. As you can probably tell, Ian, I've had a few drinks, but... Well, Andre, not on the same level as you by a long way. Okay. But yes, genius level one is you, okay. and that's the top range. Yes. Genius <laughs> level five, Andre, for funniness. Okay. But Kath is well in there with her impressions. Just brilliant! What a brilliant show. Well, let's let's put, let's let's class it. Let's rank it. Genius level for Catherine is four. Well, falls down right here. I'll, I'll go for one is the highest. Yeah. You're at one. 
she's a two. She's a number two. Kath's a number two. But number wow. two for the impression, and just general, she's just real. Andre, she's, Andre, she's this guy, a... this guy thinks you're a genius. Well, my old friend, why do you think that? Oh, milk it. Why do you think I'm a genius? Genius? I'm a genius. I've had a drink like you, Andre, oh, right? God, I can uh, smell the fumes. I'll, I'll give it up ten years ago. Ian's a legend in his own lunchtime. OK, here we go. No, you had right. a drink. That's what I think. I mean it. No. OK. It's, right. it's great having two drunk men on Love the... Love man. On the say, line, but um, thank you very much indeed. I love you, man. Not to say it. <clears throat> booze, booze, booze. Shut up! No, I'd say if I was sober. I was never, a, I was never a big booze. It was all about, um, uh, it was about weed for me. Then it was about speed, and then it was about ecstasy, and then it was about, then it was about cocaine. That was the booze was never, um, it was never a big thing. I would have nights when I got steaming drunk. Um, but I never used to like lager. I remember going out, um, like with friends and you'd, you'd drink like four pints of lager and I'd just be, I can't burp as you know, and so I'd be so bloated. So I'd have to go to the toilets and make myself belch by putting my fingers down my throat, which of course would sometimes make me throw up. Yeah. But then it sort of reset the clock a yeah, bit. Yeah, tactical chunder. Yeah. But I never liked the feeling of, of, you know, eight pints, I've had eight pints of lager, of course I've had more than that, but I never liked the feeling of it, that it just would feel, you know, the head goes. I used to love slurping on a, on a bud. This bud was for it, me. It's fun until you've had too much and that feeling when you've tipped it over the edge and there's no way back. It's never not, not being, fun. Never like being drunk. Um, although, you know, when you're, when you're doing a load of cocaine, you, you, it sobers you up. If you're drunk and then you do a load of cocaine, suddenly you're sober. You go, oh, I can drink. Oh, God. Oh, no, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I'm not saying this is anyways an endorsement. Au contraire, it's, hor- it's horrendous. It, it may sound great. It, it, trust me, it ain't. Um, but then, the, 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 then one of the many, many bad things with cocaine is suddenly it's like five o'clock in the morning. And you sat there and you're just like grinding your teeth away and you've got no more cocaine. But you know you're not going to get to sleep for three or four hours because you're just wired. So we'll have like two two bottles of red wine. Knock you out. God, next morning? Start all over again, baby. Get on the phone to the man and get him, meet him, uh, meet him somewhere and go and score some more gear. It's not was not fun was not fun at all was not fun at all the, uh, the i had a tiny little bit of wine um when i when my relapse i had a little bit of wine and just a little taste of it. it's like oh, this is horrible god this is horrible dark days dark days guys what i'm saying is don't do drugs that's what i'm saying it sucks it, it sucks Here's what doesn't suck. This is a weird story, right, in um, the Daily Star. I don't understand I don't understand this story. It's about a member of the village people and how much money he keeps in his pocket. Right. Village people singer Victor Willis has revealed how he used to walk around with £30,000 in his pocket. The 67-year-old who co-wrote YMCA, In the Navy, Go West and Macho Man revealed he had made millions from his songs. So he's not just a village person, he's an actual genius, because those songs... Genius level... I mean... Two. No, one. He's not, he's not the same. Ding, 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 ding. 
What's Go West? Go West. That's Pet Shop Boys. They covered it. Village people covered the no. Pet Shop Boys? Yes. No, the other way around. No, I don't think yes. so. Yes. No, they didn't. It happened. No, they it, didn't. It You're happened. thinking of Billy Connolly doing In the Brownies. Do you remember that? Yeah. In the Brownies. Macho Man's a good song. The best, the best um, village people song. I'll get, I'll get it up. Hello, caller. Hello. Oh, hello, Ian. Do you know... Hello. ...the best village people song? Um, I only know one. Which one? YM, YMCA? Is that them? No, it, this is it. Listen to this. This is great. You know this? No, I can't say a do. Sounds like laughing. Here we go. It's a recipe for milkshakes. It's actually about milkshake. Take note, Khalees. It's it not like the other one. Sorry? It just sounds like the other song. No, no it sounds completely different. How dare we, you? we don't mention um, milkshakes in any of in YMCA or Macho Man. What are you talking about? I don't know, but it's like I don't know. It sounds a bit like they're saying milk moustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could be. Oh, it could be. Billiam, you're sounding you're sounding very well and very focused. What can we do for you? Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. There's there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's always stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, no. I've I've come to I've, I agree with you about Queen. I hate them so much. They're not. Well, look, that's a bit of a strong word. Yeah, but... there's a handful of good songs, but they're not. Here's the thing, right? People forget. That there's a they did a load of crap. Battle, they did a song called Battle of the Orcs. You know, they did all that kind of swords and fantasy and elf and all the elf elfish. Should we have a little think about some of the things we've done recently? Okay, well nothing's as bad as Battle of the Orcs. <laughs> Battle well, of I've, the I've, Orcs. I've got a good story Queen. about a Queen tribute band. Go is on. It, is it Queen Bee? No, have you heard of there's this thing called fake festivals? Hang on a minute. Oh, here we go. Oh, good. Listen, this is here's a, this is it. Battle, uh, Ogre Battle, right? By Queen. People go, oh yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, they did Ogre Battle by Queen as well. So they weren't all great. And Ogre Battle by Queen sounds a little bit like this. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on, let's jump forward. This is the start. Look. <laughs> Oh, my 
That's not the most offensive thing I've ever heard. It's just like all their other stuff. Exactly. Yeah, rubbish. <laughs> yeah, and it's, oh, my God, I was I was in this, oh, my God, yeah. I got off a coach, yeah, yeah. and my brother, yeah. his sister-in-law got tickets for this thing, yeah. for this fake festival thing. Oh, yeah. And it went on from, like, 11 till 12 o'clock. So for an hour? Hellish. Oh, no, 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 12 o'clock in the night. What, and it started at 11 and o'clock it, at night, so it was late, but it was only an hour? No, no, 11 in the morning, All right. 11 a.m. All right, so it was 13 hours. It's still not that long for a festival. But it was, it, obviously, it's like, where it was all, like, tributes, there was bits and pieces there and whatnot, but yes. um, we heard that Queen was well, what not on, there? So what, what, now, what tribute band? It was not, was not, was. Was not, was, it was what not, okay, yep. Um, Led Zeppelin? Led Zeppelin were there. No, no they're a real band. They're actual. No, they were they were fake. No, Led Zeppelin tribute. are real. I know they're real, but it's, it was it was like a um, a tribute. Okay, a tribute to Led Zeppelin. But, but, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, that, that was Depache Mode and all that kind of thing. Depache Mode. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't really my my cup of tea, but you know, it was a day out and a good good drink up and whatnot. But yeah, um, I'd have enjoyed that. I'm going to see Fleetwood back in, it, in no, a few it months. Was good. Oh, it, it was good. I tried all of the food stores. I was there long enough, so... You tried the food stores? Food. I would like... I don't know why I've never but, seen the bootleg Beatles. That's insane. Of course I should. I mean, they're old now. They're older than... Um, well, they're older than John Lennon when he died. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a joke. Oh, no. There you are. Am I older than John Lennon when he died? Um, I think you're the same age. God. Yeah. I wasn't born. That's terrifying, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Hello? When did... Hello. Uh, excuse me. This guy should not be talking. Sorry. This guy should not be talking. W- w- why should Bill not be talking? Did you call in a long pal? You you tell him, caller, why Bill should not be talking. He should be singing. To sing. I've not I've not done it for a long while. Well, you should be doing it, mate. He's he's maybe he's it's right. maybe it's time for a comeback. I know you knocked that on the head, Bill, but maybe thank you for that uh, uh, caller. Maybe it's maybe it's time for a comeback. The fair, you know reunion tour. Oh, all right, I'll I'll sing the story about the the dog that hated Queen. Okay. <laughs> well, there's a song. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So we got about seven hours into the festival, and the car was parked long, long away, far away, far away. So my brother said to me, like he read my mind, "Shall we go back to the car for a sleep? Cause Queen are coming on." So we lost his wife, and we snuck out, and we walked 20 minutes to the car, and we sat there, and I was still smoking at the time. So I did that, because I was clucking like a chick, chick, chicky, chicky, woo. So anyway, an hour went past, and my brother felt guilty for leaving his wife, even though she had company and friends there. So we walked back. And as we were walking back, we were like, oh, God, we could hear Queen. But there was this dog, and he was on his own, and he was just running for the hills. And it was like he was talking to us, saying, don't go there, lads. Don't go there. 
don't go there. I've escaped. Why are you going there? And then we went in, and we were making up rude songs using Queen words. Queen words. And, yeah. Okay. Well, well nice. in, instead of instead of like rock you, we were singing. Okay, thank yes. you, thank you very much indeed, Bill. I think we get the idea. Yes. <laughs> the late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've, I've got a very poor internet connection on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very very welcome to. We're taking calls straight to air at least up until um, uh, midnight. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, it's it. Hello, Ian. It's Nigel. Uh, it doesn't sound like Nigel. It is Nigel. Sound, <laughs> prove it. Tell me something only Nigel would would know. Uh, uh, tuning in, calling up, talking to the nation, sing a song, melody. Oh. Have some masturbation. Yeah, uh, I rung up to ask you get some advice off of you, Ian. Go on then. Uh, what, what's what's going on? Well, here? I went to the, back to the doctors, and the lady doctor gave me some antibiotics at last. Okay. And uh, uh, if I can, you might know if they're a good tablet. If I give you the name of them, I won't know the. Na- I don't know the brand names of the different antibiotics. I'm afraid. Oh. Um, so I oh. don't know. What 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 are you worried about? Well, does it, I read reading on the pamphlet the side effects and things that they put in the pamphlet. Yeah. Uh, one one in a hundred can get ill. Yeah. One in a hundred. Yeah. And and um, you can get stomach cramps and, uh, yeah. and diarrhea and things and and um so and it does say that you sometimes you have to go to I N E if you get if you it's, get ill from the tablet. Well, here's the thing, right? They put these warnings yeah. on every every single tablet on aspirin. Yeah. Paracetamol. Well, even my codeine. Yeah, even your codeine. It will probably say it will have a, a list of things that could happen. That are very, very unlikely, but that yeah. could happen. And they have to do that to cover themselves. My suggestion, and I can't tell you what to do, but well, my, uh, my suggestion is, my, yeah. you've, you've asked for my advice, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. My suggestion is, is follow the advice of your doctor. Yeah, what happened was, um, I... Um, I was quite bad when I went round the doctors. I I had um, um, what do you call it? I was ever so hot. Um, a fever, a temperature. A fever. Uh, yeah, I had a fever when I went round. She yeah. she said I had a, a fever, a high fe- high fever. Yeah. Yeah, which is quite bad. But my blood pressure was okay. Well, that's all right then. But high fever, and um, a lot of weight, um, um, a chest infection, and oh, and, and a lot of um. A lot of stuff and mucus on my lungs, of course, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I suppose I'd best take the tablet, really. If the doctor... I would follow the, the advice of the doctor. It's only two a day, this one, too. It's not too bad. Beautiful. For, for a week. Beautiful, then. So, yes. Even if I took one a day, they would... They'd no, 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 no. Oh. You have to follow, particularly with antibiotics, more so than yeah. other drugs... But, uh, again, I can't tell you what to do because it's a medical thing, no. but if your doctor says take two a day, then you have to take two a day. You have to follow the yeah. doctor. If you've got a problem so with that, I then take... go back and speak mm. to the doctor. And you have to so finish I, them as well, take... even if you start feeling better. You have to finish the whole lot. No, that's true with antibiotics, yeah. yeah. You've got to do all of them. They're only for a week anyway. Yeah, it's fine. You can do that. Easy. Easy yeah. peasy. But I, I could take one at bedtime and one in the day, couldn't I? Um, so yeah. Yeah, so you, so yeah, so you, yeah. 
That sounds right. As long as you're taking two a day, that sounds uh, like a good... Uh, one when, after you've got up and one at bedtime. Did she say when you should, what time of the day you should take There's them? There's supposed to be a big gap in between them. That's quite a big gap. Yeah. The day and the night are big gaps. I can work it out, can't I? You can do it. Of course you can. You're a good lad. I'm, not, I'm, I'm swallowing okay now. That's Beg your pardon? The swallowing. You're doing what? You're swallowing. Am I talking better? Um, swallow... Slightly better, aren't I? You sound um, like a normal human being. No, but I wasn't. I couldn't talk properly last night. No, you couldn't. You sounded. You sounded very rough, and tonight you sound like you're you're getting close to your normal self. Yeah, you sound a bit bunged up. uh, Swallowing better, yeah. Swallowing what? But uh, honestly, I've had. You know, you know, after the funeral. Yes. My funeral. I had lots of visitors, and now that no one's bothered to visit me, I've had no. Nobody, you know, all the people that did come and see me, like even the vicar's not been back to well, see me. Well, sometimes, um, sometimes you have to get in touch with the people because they might think you well, don't I want. Do try, but okay. Well, they might yeah. think you don't want them to visit you, or that everyone else is visiting you. So maybe you could ask them, or maybe yeah. you could go and visit them. Well, I've been doing a lot of phoning, and it's not—I uh, can't always get through to the people. Oh, that, man. So. And, that yeah. Sucks. Um, there's lots of pe- things that are not answer- answering. I ring people and they're not answering. Up, so, mm. and my, my, I was to say about I want to talk to my brother, but every time I try to speak to my brother, um, his wife said he's doing something else. You know. Well, that sounds. Um, and make, I don't ma- think that's very. Rare. I think I, my my brother should talk. You to have him, um, yeah. you have an you have a different uh, you have a difficult relationship with your brother, don't you? No, not really, because we we were talking. Uh, before Christmas, okay. Okay. And I haven't spoken to him since. Well, so I haven't had a row or anything. Yeah, maybe he's busy. Maybe he's got his own reasons for not wanting to talk to you. Yeah, but I, I don't understand it all. No, I and don't, I can't none of us. really afford to keep ringing Norwich because it's expensive to ring Norwich. You know. I don't. I don't know. Are you are you ringing on a landline or a mobile? Yeah, well, a landline is still expensive on the landline. Cause any, so, but I the BT, know. I can pay so, the bill so much. It's every three months. So I'll be able to pay the bill up so okay. every fortnight. Uh, you know, yeah. don't know. Okay. they're not worried at the moment. All right, they run me up, and and I've only got the electric pay at the okay. moment. All right, Nigel. Listen, we're coming up to the news. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and take the tablet later then. Yeah, um, I think this would be a really good idea, mate. You'll start feeling yeah, better. Yeah, I ought to, otherwise I'll never get better, will I? Exactly. Yeah. With with antibiotics, you should start no- noticing an improvement in a, in maybe even 24 hours, maybe two days. Well, she told me to start them this afternoon, just after I left her, but I've been putting it off, putting it off. Just and... go and take a tablet, man. Go on. Yeah. All right. All right, Nigel. Listen, take care, okay, buddy. Then. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I mean, you do you do wonder, don't you? Poor bloke. Oh, three, well, I didn't finish the story about the YMCA man. I'll do it in a minute. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Oh, sorry, I'm I'm uh, having a live chat with Amazon. Just remember to you that thing. Sometimes you think, oh, didn't I order something ages ago? And then I went and checked. I did. I ordered these little magnetic balls, that were supposedly the new fidget spinners. And um, I ordered them ages ago for my son's birthday. And I said, oh, they didn't. Arrive. And I looked, and yeah, they were they were supposed to have arrived like 10, 11 days ago. Um, and it says something like the order could not be delivered. Please contact Amazon. So I'm I'm, I'm got a live chat with Priush, um, Piush, sorry, P- oh there he is, um, uh, who's going to sort me out a refund. Um, live, live, live on the radio. Hello, line one. It's a dirty phone call. Shake, hi. You're waking, pop-ups are working. Pop-ups are working. What? Your pop-ups are working. The pop-ups are working? Yes, pop-ups are working. That's great news! Yes, pop-ups are working. This one's taking away from me. Bye, you can take care. Let's use Bye. Unbelievable. Catherine, have you got anything for us, please? Oh three four. We'll take call straight to air till Paul Ross at one. Oh three four four. Yeah. Four nine nine one thousand. Man yanks out own tooth with pliers after waiting eighteen months for dentist. That is nothing. We had someone take out teeth live on air when we were at three yeah, counties. Yeah, a bloke on the market stall. At, yeah, at Auburn's. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he used to dose himself up with vodka beforehand, and he was pulling his own teeth out oh, because he great. couldn't get a dentist. Yeah. Well, well, also because you preferred vodka, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know it's slightly like, there's stories in America where it's slightly different. Where you got to pay for everything. You got to pay for to have your teeth yanked out over here, but it's only a few quid. Um, anyway, go on. Engineer David Woodhouse, 62, claims he was forced to take matters into his own hands after he was unable to book an appointment at his local surgery. Mr. Woodhouse sent, said he went as far as to plead for an appointment, but having had no luck, he decided to grab a pair of pliers and do the tooth removal himself. Do the shake. The DIY dentist of Venton Gimps near Truro, Cornwall. Venton Gimps? Venton Gimps? Is that how we're pronouncing that? Venton Gimps or Venton Gimps? I don't know. Near True, any Cornish types, please help us out. Um, used to have uh, regular checkups at his local practice, but returned from a spell working abroad to find that he's lost his place. Oh. Uh, he said, I had a loose one and it was causing me a little bit of pain, so I got the needle nose pliers and out it came. The removal itself was considerably less painful than the long term pain I was experiencing. Mr. Woodhouse even said he was willing to have travelled 100 miles if necessary to see a dentist. He continued, I'm not looking forward to the next tooth coming loose. I may have to consider a bank loan to go private, but why should I? I why feel, should I? I feel so embarrassed as well. It would be nice to eat an apple or a steak again one day. Why is everyone, Dr Michael Zibitz, why is everyone obsessed with eating, eating apples? apples? Yeah. I tried to get an NHS dentist, I went online, nothing. I went on a waiting list, nothing. Health Watch Cornwall, the UK health watchdog, for Cornwall I would suggest. Yeah, I would, su- I would, I would suggest. Some people have been waiting more than three years to register with a dentist. How really? When I when I moved, I thought I'd have trouble getting a dentist, and I I got a dentist. Really, it's, it's about five miles away. Did you get an NHS place though? Yes. Or did you have to pay NHS. You still got to pay for NHS. Yeah. But no, it's NHS. Mm. I Man, I got I got on the book straight away. I couldn't get seen for about three or f- three weeks, I think it was, but. I got the book straight away. Yeah. There are more than 48,000 people on a waiting list in just Devon and Cornwall. That's according to NHS England at the moment. It's like looking for gold dust, claimed Mr Woodhouse. When you go on the waiting list, you have to specify three towns, but I'd go anywhere within 100 miles of Truro. I'd go anywhere within half a day's drive. I don't care. 
NHS England said there was help at hand in an emergency. A spokesman stated would encourage anyone with an urgent dental need to contact the emergency dental helpline in Cornwall and not be in queue. No, do it. I added the extra bit at the end. Oh, that was funny, I like that. Hello. That was a sideways you know. glance. Uh, the, um, that's not the paper. Why do I keep picking up the wrong paper? You, know. you love it. Love it. You love it, man. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> this guy, so this thing I ordered, it's not, it's not come through. I didn't get an email. I've just said, I'm very disappointed with Amazon. Very disappointed. Should have received an email. Can I get a month's free Amazon Prime? His reply? Sure. You know, oh. Yeah. I he's bothered. Um, a cheeky style. A cheeky style. A singer was mocked after getting Harry Styles' face tattooed on her cheek as a birthday tribute. Mm. Um, a birthday... What is it? A, a birthday tribute. Uh, that That's a weird old thing. And look, there she's, you know, a very beautiful young lady with Harry Styles. That's a tattoo. That ain't, it doesn't really look like him, does it? They never do. Do you remember the nut job woman? And she was a nut job because she phoned up here on. You remember when we started here, and we had to come in and do like a little test half an hour broadcast that didn't get. Maybe you didn't. I think you did come in and do it before this show started. The station started. We came in to test the equipment, and we did like a little test thirty minute thing that didn't get broadcast. But we tweeted and we got a load of people to phone in. Yes, I do remember. And that. one of them was the nut job woman who's got a tattoo of Nigel Farage on her. Oh, yes. And she, you know, loves, like, Gaunty and Robinson, all the right-wing mouthpieces. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a thing. A singer was mocked after getting Harry Styles' face tattooed on her cheek as a birthday tribute. Kelsey Carter, 24, revealed the inking of the One Direction singer yesterday. The New Zealand artist has said she was planning something for his birthday on Friday... Although it is not known if they are friends or have met. Uh, here's the thing. I, I'm guessing if she's getting a tattoo of him on her face, they're not friends. No, because you'd be able to see him with, with your face. You, you wouldn't need to have him on your you face. You wouldn't have also, him on your face. Also, if you tattoo face. on yourself and specifically on your face, you're not going to see it all the time. I do. I, 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 as I get older. Is that real? Sure. Why, not? why would it not be? As I get older, I um, am softening my attitude towards body art. Before, I was, I was vehemently against it, and now I'm of the attitude... I don't particularly like it. I've seen some bits that I quite like, but I don't particularly like it. Um, who knows, maybe one day I'll get something tattooed on me, a, a canary on the end of my penis. Did that guy send you that picture? Sadly, no. No. It's out- as if it was all made up. Yes. Um, so I, I'm softening my attitude to, 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 to body art. But one area where I, I cannot seem to soften my attitude is tattoos on the face. There's something, there's something, I think personally, if anybody's listening, you've got tats on your face, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. give it a, something I think really sad about it. I think it's sad, sad, and that I just think, oh, what happened to you? What happened to you? that you want to hide your face from the world with a um, picture of Harry Styles. Or sometimes I just, I'm trying to think, I work with someone, I think she was a Big Brother contestant who had, she was, who had words tattooed on her. And she was, you know, she was, she was an attractive, 
in that style of attractive Big Brother contestant they have, you know, young woman, and she had, like, words sort of tattooed on her forehead or something like that, and I just saw her and I thought, ay, 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 why, why, what, what's happened to you? Mm. What's happened to you that, that you, you want, want to, to reclaim your face? You're reclaiming your face. You want to disguise yourself. You want to hide yourself. You want to g- g- claim ownership of your body. Um, I think it's very, very sad. Very sad. Um, yeah. But anyway, she's got a Harry Styles tattoo, and there was a nut job lady who had um, Nigel Farage tattooed. There was a woman when I worked at Absolute who was going to get. She had. One presenter's name tattooed on her anus. What? What? She had one presenter's name. On her anus? Yeah, a bum. Oh, right. I was going to say on her anus. That's really hard to tattoo. Surely was, you'd have to stretch it out to get the full word it on. It was close. Anus. It was certainly close to the... It was... She had a name... It was... Um, who was the guy, dear listener, who... You have to call in. You can't tweet me. It was going out with Polly James, I think her name was. Alan. Alan somebody. And she had his name tattooed on her bum, and he, she would phone me up and say, "I want to get your name. Do you, do, can you will you give me permission to let me tattoo your name on my on, on my bum?" And I was I thought she was joking. I said, yeah, yeah, sure, fine, do it, do it, do it. And then I realised she meant it. I said, "No, you, no way, no way, can you do that? That's outright way. I mean, what? That's weird." Hello, caller. Hello, Mister Lee. How- Oh, am I allowed to ask you how you are? Oh, is it still none of my business? You can ask me if you want. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> oh, well, I just, we were, you were talking about tattoos. About what? Yeah, tattoos, were, yes. And how you were on, uh, like, I didn't like them for a little bit. Yeah. But I've now, I've now got, I've now got five. And the, my favourite one is my made in South Africa on my wrist, so that, so that I it's because they're now too beautiful to damage. So they've got huge significance to me, and I think that's a good thing. But I I, I would not have anything tattooed on my face at all. Uh, okay, so what tattoos have you got, and, and where are they? Where are they? Oh, um, I've got a tattoo on my ankle with my dog that died. On your name. on your uncle. Your ankle, sorry, your ankle. Okay, my, my 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 ankle, so that he can walk with me forever. Oh come on now, he's not okay. I'm, I'm going back into my old default setting. Okay, no, that's a lovely that's a lovely tribute. Okay, I like that. Yes, I'm going to get velvet tattooed on me when, but her actual picture. Um, on stomach. And then I have a South African flag on my right hand with a barcode that says, uh, uh, "Well, it's it's." You know, like how you go into the shop and it's got a barcode. Yeah, I know barcodes. So that's barcode it's backers. my tag. Yes. And then I have in Kosovo, which is uh, an African language. It always seems impossible until it's done. Philosophy. Which is a quote by Nelson Mandela. Okay. Yes. And so, but, so um, you wouldn't. Why? Why? Why is your face untouchable? Because that's. Because my face is a work of art. That is me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like that. I, I like, you're, yeah, you're absolutely. I, I agree. I think you're absolutely right. Go on. That's that's the thing that I that I look at every day. I don't need any. I I don't need any enhancements to that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's supposed to be body art, not. And I think it's defacement, not enhancement. Yeah. I just I don't like I don't like piercings in faces. 
I don't like tattoos on faces because I think that you've got a. I, I, you must have some kind of issue, or you get those guys that are, are shaved and they have those horn implants Ooh, in their head. Oh yes, mate. Or some people, yeah, I've seen those, but some people also they have magnets implanted in their heads, so they can stick it's things mad. on their head. It is mad, isn't it? And they've got pe- they've got people, or you can get eye tattoos where they inject their eyes to become black or something. No. So the white of your eye becomes a different colour. No. Is, no. No. I, mean, I think at some point in time that, that 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 is some form of sickness. It is not. Hang on, Catherine. Oh, is this right? You can yeah. get your, the whites of your eyes yeah. a different colour. Yeah, you can. You can get them black. Blacked yeah. in. <coughs> oh, so you okay there? Yeah. Okay. That's a new thing that everyone's doing, isn't it? That they, eye- they don't get a, a design anymore. They're just black. Completely coloured them, shade but themselves black. But so the the white because this sounds okay actually, the white of your eye can go black. Is it permanent or yeah. is it no? Yeah. Could you, could, sorry, yeah. Catherine's got a bottle. Could you? I'm talking. We're having a conversation. Yes. Right, but then could I? Could I? Then have it tattooed white, so it fixes it. Don't think so. No. Why not? If I know could... because, because you'd have to bleach that. I mean, there are people that are yep. going in, and you know, tattoo shops are popping up all over the show, and you know, they're going blind. It's a. I I I don't know. I think once you know, you know what they say. Yeah, once you've gone black, you never go back. Wow. And, and I, we we now know. We first of all, we thought it was about sexual relations, but actually, it's about eye color. I'm glad that's uh, been cleared yeah. up. Okay. So, so that's my little contribution for the evening, and also to tell you, yes. Mister, that you are absolutely bloody fabulous. What? No. I dig you to pieces. You make my evenings very, very, very pleasurable, and I, you and Kath make me laugh my head off. She's good. Kath's good. Whatever you, whatever you're going through, you can do it. That's that's Thank that's my message to you. Thank you for being a friend. Ah. Kath's good. I like Kath a lot. Did we do the adverts then? Oh, let's do them now. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I tuned her for the first time last night. Whatever. Yeah. I think maybe I've had a lick of it before. But I've got the cats, got the, the kittens, got old Velvet. Velvet's getting very... He came around and saw Velvet. She's, really she's thin. very thin. Bag of bones. And... Um, she's not had much attention recently because obviously it's all been about the kittens and they kind of go up and they hassle her and um, I think maybe they've stolen a bit of her food and she, Velvet, the, the cat flap is locked so she doesn't go out she doesn't go downstairs anymore because of the kittens Um, so I bought some tuna for everybody thought we'd have a tuna party <laughs> oh god uh, <laughs> sounds uh, wrong uh, but I didn't have a can opener and this didn't have a key so I had to stab it with a knife Peel it open. Um, so the kittens had tuna for the first time, and they're like, "Whoa, this is insane!" Um, and I gave uh, gave Velvet a little bit. Of, I didn't give her tuna last night because I'd, I'd cut myself opening the cans. But I gave her a whole tin of it this morning. Oh, she loved it. She flipping loved it, man. I let the kittens out over the weekend for the first time. Oh, it's terrifying letting cats out. Of the house for the first time. Oh, God. Didn't go very far, though, did they? They didn't go very far. Lucky, well, Lucky didn't come out. She stood looking through the door, and Lucky came out and stayed very close to the house and was chasing leaves. And I was trying to show them how to use the cat flap, but they weren't really having any of it. They weren't having any of it. They just won't listen. They will not listen. Good evening, Line One. You're on the wireless. 
When he wrote that, Alex Chilton. 16. 16. I think he was 16, wasn't he, Corlo? You've gone. I think he was 16 yeah. years old. And I might, it was a big hit, right, the letter. If I'm right, that song's only 1 minute 47 seconds it's long. It's really, really short, yeah. Not as good as, as the Lamar version of. Oh, God, that's awful. Uh, it really breathes new life into it. But yeah, it's like 1 minute 47, written by a 16 year old. Sung by a 16 year old, wasn't it? Sung by, he wrote it as well. He was yeah, a kid. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, before he did uh, Big Star. Um, and, uh, but it's got that filthy brass in the background. And uh, thank you for that, caller. I don't, it's, uh, thank you for that. What was that documentary we saw about Big, Big Star? Star? I think it's called Big Star, wasn't it? How was it? it? Let me check. It was good, that. Alex Chilton. I don't really know much about Alex Chilton, apart from that he um, nursed his neighbour, Ray Davis. Of the Kinks when he got shot in um, in New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, maybe about six years ago, um, I think. And, and Ray Davis didn't know who he was. This, this guy keeps coming around looking after me. And it's uh, who is he? You know his name's Alex. You know him? Yes, yeah, uh, Alex Chilton. All right, who's he? From Big Star. Oh bloody hell! Hello, line one. It's the box stops, yeah, we know. I know, we found out and did the same, exactly the same thing all over again. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to. Um, oh, this is great. This is great. My mother in law. Very early on in my children's life, scared them. By they got in a lift, and she told them about the, the time she got trapped in a lift. So, mm-hmm. and this was years ago. She told them, she told them about the one time she got trapped in a lift. So now they're scared of lifts. But she clearly got out. Yeah, but now when there's a building, can we use the stairs? No, we're not using the flipping stairs. Getting a lift, All right? And I, I said to them, I've never been stuck in a lift. I don't know anyone apart from your yaya. I don't know anybody. Who's been stuck in a lift? It happens so rarely. It ha- have you been stuck? No. Happens so rarely, but it happens. I said, but, but I don't know anyone that's been stuck in a lift. I said, I don't know anyone that's ever died in a lift. You, just, you get stuck in a lift, you just make the phone call, and they come, they come and get you out. It's an adventure. So anyway, but then here we go. Listen, listen to this. Oh, by the way, oh three four 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 nine. Oh, by, by, by the by the by the by the way, um, we've sold about. Um, 15% of the tickets for Manchester already. Have anyone on sale yesterday? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a show in Manchester, May Saturday, May the 14th. 18th, 18th. Saturday, May the 10th, something. We're playing in Manchester. Me and Kath, it'll be a two-hour show. Last time, we bought um, McDonald's for everybody. We had a McDonald's delivery. Seriously, McDonald's for everybody. It was only the 99p burgers. But it was literally, we bought McDonald's for everyone. It was a nice little treat. It was a nice little treat. And li- it, 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 that, combined with the Airbnb, meant we actually lost money on that trip. <laughs> but we had a McDonald's. The worst 
businessmen ever at the end of the interval, we all went and stood outside and waited for the de- Deliveroo driver. I suspect we won't be doing that again. I, I really recommend eating before the show this time. That's, yeah, don't count on yes. burgers. Um, although I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe, maybe we have to do it again. Um, but anyway, so May the 18th, Saturday, May the 18th, at the Three Minute Theatre, right in the centre of Manchester. Affleck's Palace. Affleck's, Ben Affleck's Palace. Uh, we've, uh, tickets only one on sale yesterday. We sold 15% of them already. Uh, small venue. I know it's quite a long way away in terms of time, but it really helps us um, if you buy tickets early, if you can, because we've had shows where you get to like five days before the show and we've sold hardly any, and then suddenly it sells it sells out. And we've also had shows where five days before the show it hasn't sold any, and we've had to cancel it because we don't... The, the, just the, the economics, and we then pay a, kind of a fee to the venue and... But just the economics of going up for a show that holds 60 and we've only sold five and da 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 So if you can buy tickets early, it helps me and Catherine. I mean, if we sold out this show, like, at the end of next week, then we'd book another one in for the same weekend. We could be doing two shows. So it really, really helps. But I understand that money's money's tight, things are tough. And it's not always possible to do that. So, you know, so uh, Manchester, we've also got tickets for Luton and Brighton um, and Glasgow soon. We're gonna, Glasgow in June, we're going to be playing there. I've just got to just got to confirm it with the dude and put the tickets up. But that's happening. And we're also in talks for Northern Ireland at some point. Talks for Northern Ireland. Yes, the, the black box venue are getting back to me. The, the, the woman who runs it is very, very busy, but she's getting back to me. That's happening. But if you want tickets for Manchester for Luton or for Brighton, then go to ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. Oh, so basically, the guy from the village people used to keep £30,000 in his pocket, now he keeps about 50 quid in his pocket. Okay, well... uh... Being trapped in a broken-down lift is bad enough, but more than a dozen shoppers faced an even worse fate as they were shunted up and down more than 25 times over 40 terrifying minutes. Megan Jones, 19, described the ordeal at St David's Shopping Centre in Cardiff as absolutely horrific. She said shoppers sat on the floor to avoid serious injuries with one girl suffering a panic attack. Now, with all respect to that person who suffered the panic attack, I've had panic attacks, they're horrible, right? That to one side, that sounds wicked. Doesn't it sound wicked? It sounds brilliant. I'd love to be in that. Taris Chapman, 19, a lot of 19-year-olds who was trapped with her friend, said the ordeal became even more distressing when Megan kept farting. What? She says, Megan kept dropping her guts, you know. It smelt like she was passing air through poo. No, uh, more distressing when they were unable to notify anyone through the lift's helpline for the first ten minutes. Everyone was screaming and panicking. It felt like there was no air in there. Again, I don't want to make light of what was obviously a traumatic experience for them. I'd have loved it. As long as I wasn't with my kids, because they would have got on my nerves. St David's manager, Stephen Maidley, apologised for the fault on Saturday night, but said there was no risk or danger to those involved. (laughs) Why was it going up and down 25 times then, over 40 minutes? We'd like to apologise. Also, the phones aren't connected to the bloke downstairs. They're connected to a central office. Yeah. Like, it could be the other side of the country. It could be in India, for all you know. We'd, we'd like to apologise to those affected. And thank, Wait, is this India? This is Wales. Right. And thank them for their patience. 
He said, we'll be liaising with those customers directly. When you started talking about people being trapped in lifts, I thought you were going to tell me this story. Oh. The story of a woman who was trapped in a lift for three days. Yes, mate. A woman spent three days trapped in the lift at the home of her billionaire boss. The 53-year-old employee became trapped in the lift in the family's Manhattan townhouse on Friday. Oh, no. The homeowners went away for the weekend. Oh, jeez. And on their return... They found Poo-Poo and Wee-Wee in their lift. They discovered that Marites Fortaliza had oh. been stuck between the second and third floors. After being rescued by firefighters, she was taken to a hospital where she was treated for dehydration. Flipping, eh? The townhouse is owned by Warren Stevens, the head of financial firm Stevens Inc., who's worth an estimated £2 billion, according to Forbes. Frank Thomas, a vice president of Stevens Inc., released a statement saying the incident was under investigation and appropriate measures will be taken to ensure that something like this never happens again. Mr Thomas said that Miss Fortalisa had been a valued member of the Stevens extended family for 18 years. Spent three days of it in the lift. The family statement continued to say that they were relieved and thankful that Fortalisa was doing well. A New York City Department of Buildings inspector went to the property on Monday after learning of the woman who'd been trapped but was denied access to the building. Oh. Denied access to the building, according to a spokesperson for the agency. A violation for failure to provide access to inspectors was issued to the building's owners. City records state the lift had been inspected in July and no violations were filed. That's according to the New York Times. Prince died in a lift? Yeah, he did. What, could anyone else die? I'm surprised more people don't die in lifts because we spend a lot of time in lifts. I wonder if anyone... I wonder if anyone's got in a lift, hit in five, gone up, and by the time they've got there, they've died. Could happen. I'm sure it's happened yeah. at some point. Yeah. I saw... The, the, the thing that made me wary of lifts for a long time is I don't remember... I remember seeing this as like a kid, an old black and white film, and I was about five when I watched it, where it was in like a department store, American movie, and it was in a department store, and everyone got stuck in a lift for ages. But then when they came out, they were in a different time zone. But I think I might have put two films together in that weird way. When you're, you're a kid, sometimes your memories. Mm-hmm. end but they get spliced together I think I, I put two films together that couldn't have happened do you remember the adventure game of course I do wasn't there a lift in that there was uh, a, the adventure game with the, yeah. with the, the Gronda vortex Gronda Gronda, yeah. Gronda Doogie Rev no I thought there was there was the astral plane which you went they to they started off in yeah you end, and you ended up there if you if you failed the vortex I used to love that show I used to love that show um Checkers was... Oh, Checkers is dead, isn't he? Yeah. I've just reminded myself. Oh, I've just remembered. Isn't that sad? Yeah, poor lad. He was always... I know a lot of people... A few people have problems with him. He was always an absolute star to me. I've just made myself feel sad. Poor old Keith Checkman. Um, Hello, Line One. You're on the wireless. Song. What a what a version of a song. Seems to disappear. 
tell you, this, that's work. Do you know what? That is, um, thank you for that. It's a great, I love that song. Carl Wilson's vocal on that. Uh, but that, that breakdown bit is, is, is well worth listening to. It, 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 uh, oh, go away. Go away. Just, I mean, this is when Brian was. Here we go. Listen to the breakdown bit. I think it's here. What a sound. What a sound. Aren't they good? Aren't they good? I'm so lucky I've seen um, Carl Wilson live. What a voice. Did we do the half past trailer? Let's do it now. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Who's that woman you just tw- tweeted that crocheted herself and her dog? <laughs> I don't know. That's nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. But it's an actual life-size and, and highly accurate. Yeah. She's an artist. If you follow Catherine on Twitter, at Flipping Kath, uh, Flipping with no G, Kath with a K, you can see a picture of a woman who's crocheted herself. And her dog. It's a sight to behold. And her very elaborate jumper. Um, I'm off Twitter. At the moment, and I'm digging it. Uh, I might go back if we don't sell enough tickets. I might go back and, you know, pump a few tickets out like that. Uh, that I, I just don't know. I don't know how, if Twitter has any impact on ticket sales or not. I suspect it might sell at least a handful. It's certainly at least a handful of people who don't listen to the show regularly or maybe don't even listen to the show at all and don't follow me on Facebook. But um, it'd be interesting. But I'm enjoying... Is the, now, the front page of the mail is this whole thing about generation of web addicts. I I, I don't buy this. I don't buy this. Shocking scale of children's internet obsession revealed. They prefer YouTube to seeing friends. Okay, what does that mean? Because I don't have a problem with them preferring YouTube to seeing friends. It's whether they're actually seeing friends or not. I prefer staying at home and reading a book to seeing friends. See, this is the... Thing we've had a conversation about home recently because my daughters love YouTube and they'll sit next to each other. They've got a headphone splitter and they'll plug their headphones in, sit next to each other, and they'll both watch the same YouTube video, and um, they'll be laughing their heads off. Yeah. And my husband's been saying, "Oh, they watch that too much." And I went, "It's only like watching the telly." It's watching telly. It's watching telly. It, it is. This is the. This is the thing. It's. It's. But they're watching their contemporaries instead of you know they're watching other kids. It's like that that vlogger that closed the bullring down in Birmingham, right? And everyone's old white men like me are going, "Well, this is who is this this, fa- this fashion vlogger who's eight thousand fans turned up to who is this person? That's not a real celebrity." Well, yeah, it is actually because that's how that's what kids are watching now. They're watching vlogs and they're watching YouTube and yeah. they're uh, and Twitch and stuff like that. And it's not for everyone. No, um, I just my. My only problem with YouTube is is that if your kids are watching CBBS, you know what they're watching is absolutely fine and decent. You can leave them to it. If they're watching YouTube, you don't know there isn't that no. filter. There isn't that. I'm, I'm lucky that my boy stumbled across this Dennis Daly guy, who's who. I think he's a little bit crap, but they love him and he's, yeah. but they're going off him a little bit. And I found them. I saw them watching something the other day. Another guy. 
and there was just a few holy craps and stuff, and I was thinking, okay, well, this is this is the limit of what I would accept. Anything more than that, and that's I, I can't define what that more would be, but anything more than that, I'd feel uncomfortable with. But I don't know, and I would suggest, with respect to my ex-wife, that I am perhaps slightly more youtube savvy than perhaps she is I could, I could be wrong i might be doing her a disservice but i think i possibly am and they're obviously spending more time it, with, under her supervision mm. than they are with mine um and you just think i wonder yeah what's going on you've got to be careful we, the girls only play with the, the computer is in a, a, is in the living room basically so there's always an adult over their shoulder and we have got restrictions on the computer but yeah you're right so here's some things in this survey and of course they've written the mail has written it in the way they want to write it children aged 5 to 15 spend 20 minutes more online a day than watching tv okay well that's fine that's that's because entertainment the, the entertainment hub has shifted from the television but even the television goes online now you watch youtube on on most tvs you know one in five preschoolers and two-fifths of five to eight-year-olds have an ipad or tablet device it depends what they're doing with it again it's kind of the it's it's where it's technology you know i had a six seven i had little handheld games seven eight probably i had little you know donkey kong and donkey kong 2 and um uh mini munchman mini munchman oh man that's a game these surveys always go on as if it's getting out of hand and that you know but the parents are the ones of the ultimate power in this and so if you are not regulating the amount of time your kid does anything, then that's down to you. Nearly one in five children aged 12 to 16 have accidentally spent money online. Only one in five? And do you know what? I think it's good that an accidental accidental spend is better than a deliberate covert spend because with an accidental spend, A, it wakes the parents up. And I've had the boys have done it. They've bought something. And it, it made me think, oh, shit, I haven't, I've not said it as, as tight. I've not protected yeah. it as much as I had. I'll go back in there. And also I could sit down with the boys and have a conversation. Say, Look, I'm not angry. Yeah. Totally not angry. But if you are asked to buy anything at any point, then I'm going to have to say no. And the, here's the thing. If you buy anything on there, it goes straight to my phone and I know it. So let's have the, let's do this. Remember what happened with my Kindle? I gave my eldest the Kindle and she bought a load of books on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, you know, my bad for not... It used to be my Kindle. I haven't used it for years and years. I'd forgotten that there was that instant access to my Amazon account. Um, but I just said, right, well, make sure you read them. <laughs> and in future, these aren't free. They took this, um, uh, uh, children were watching people on YouTube pursuing hobbies they did not do themselves or had recently given up offline. Here's the thing. Watching someone play a video game is really exciting. It's surprisingly exciting. It's, they call it eSports. And it is. It's like... I get no pleasure from watching a football match on the TV. But to me, watching a football match on the TV or in a stadium is the same as watching someone play Fortnite on the yeah. TV or in an arena watching someone do it. It's 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 sport. Yeah, there's absolutely no... So they, they seem to be concerned that kids are, kids are watching people do something that they don't do or that they've given up doing. What do thousands of men up and down the country do every Saturday? Exactly that. I love, honestly, my, my boys come round. We get, um, it's not all we do. I, I make a real point of we go out and we do stuff. And we, we, I'm lucky enough to have a garden. We have a kick around and we go and we might do a bit of geocaching this weekend because we've not done it for a bit. We've got to make buns this weekend. How do you make buns? My boy wants to make chocolate buns. Um, but we love getting Twitch up 
and watching. Sometimes they have these big tournaments. They're incredible, man. You've, you'll have seen the big tournaments, Sam. And it will be it will be a re, an arena. They'll have an arena with like twelve thousand people in the audience, and this tiny sort of stage in the middle with like big screens everywhere and lights and fireworks. Sort of done in, in, in the American ones are great because it's done like wrestling. You know, it's this big. Okay, we got the team from New York. We got the New York. And this, these <laughs> six kind of geeks will kind of stride down. And all the way from Atlanta, we got them. And then this team stride in. And then they sit behind their computers. They put their headphones on and they play Call of Duty. And me and the boys love watching it. It's a buzz, man. Yeah. It's a thrill. Just take an interest. Just take an interest in what your kids yeah. are doing. I've got a uh, tweet here from James Stone who said, we had some ex-police at my daughter's school doing a talk on e-safety. And they said one of the worst things is children not telling you what they're doing or seeing online well that's like you know that's like anything it's like what they're yeah. what they're watching on tv back in the day we used to have a tv in the spare room right and it yeah. would be a big treat for us i've never had a tv in my bedroom when i was a kid growing up at all and yeah. um, there was a spare room and there was a tv in there and we used to watch some stuff that my parents would not have approved of when we were in there you know youtube is just the same yeah, yeah. did we do the ads did we not what's going on with me now. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 We're taking calls straight to her tonight, which has been fun. Have you seen the um, awful Victoria Wood statue? Yes. It's terrible, isn't it? Loads of people have been posting. It was, it was, someone tweeted it. And then the comments were great because it was just people posting pictures with terrible bowl cut or people with bowl cuts like Gene Clark from The Birds, Peter Talk from The Monkeys. Uh, it... it looks absolutely nothing like her it's 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 embarrassing it's not up yet is it it's going to be up where is it going is it in, going berry where 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 is it well, she's from berry berry i guess then yeah yeah that's horrendous man you'd think these days it will be easy to do it be- easier to do it better <laughs> exactly like 3d printing or something uh, yes line one the Brexit, the Brexit, the Brexit, the Brexit, the Brexit, the Brexit, 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 the 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 Brexit, Yes, good, good evening, my name is Ross. Good evening, my name is Ian. Um, yes, good evening, my name is Ross. Good evening, my name is Ian. OK, good evening, my name is Ross. Good evening, my name is Ian, and I uh, challenge you to a fight. What? I challenge you to a fight. What? Good evening, my name's Ian. Good evening, my name's Ross. I think he's gone. Butler. But he bottled it. It could have been the fight of his life. Could have made a million dollars. The fight of his life. But his glass jaw, man, he bottled it. Uh, line three's on the wireless. Good evening, line three. Hip, 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 how do you? There we go. Um, yeah, no, it's... Sorry, the audio was weird on my end. Um, yeah, no, it was just to say about the YouTube things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember there was... 
information about it a while ago about the um, people who'd made the Peppa Pig and Spider-Man and other cartoon character videos where they put in like kind of a obscene, weird content. Yeah, kind of... I remember. I remember that. Yeah, uh, we happened you've... across some My Little Pony stuff early doors. My little pony, skinny and bony. Yeah, I think after that, they might have sorted out the algorithm. Says about know what that really means. OK, well, let's keep our fingers crossed. Let's go to line four. Line four, you're on the wireless. Well, I didn't, I didn't hang up. You hung up. You hung up. Oh, God. Oh, God you I'm hung crazy. up, Ross. My name is Ross. I didn't hang, hang up. You hung up. My name is Ross. No, you stopped. Yes, 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 you stopped. Yes, Ross, you stopped talking. No, I didn't. You did. Right. Hello. Right. My I'm... name. Good evening. Right. My name is Ian. Oh, for God. You hung up then. You definitely hung yeah, up then. Ready to go? Click. He hung up then. Um, I'm enjoying this little run. Then goes all my brother up within the hour. I'll smash another cup. Please don't stop saying that, or I'll stop believing you. If I start believing you, I'll know that this party is too. And what if this party feels too? The alcohol loves you while turning you blue. Views from here, from closer to near, awake me. Okay, we don't need the instrumental bit sung. Let's go to line five. Five, you're on the wireless. Oh, you bottled it. Okay, fine. We'll take a little. A little, uh, oh no, there we go. Let's try uh, line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hello. Okay. Um, give us a call back when you're ready. It's fine. Got a little bit nervous. It's fine. These things, um, these things happen. Have you got anything? Uh, yeah, some woman pa- parks on the roundabout. Do you hear about that one? No, mate. <laughs> no! Mind you, I had a few little um, details yesterday. I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up getting a photo of myself in the post. Oh, don't. I got a speeding thing the other day. Oh, man. You know, oh, man. There's lots of little bits of London that I don't know. And yeah. I got kind of... And you get pressurised. If you don't know where you're going you, and you're driving, sometimes you end up going down roads and you're not quite sure whether you're allowed. That's what happened yesterday and I'm pretty sure I probably... Like I say, I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. A mum who parked her car on the side of a roundabout while on the morning school run has been shamed by police. Oh, no. Hang on, she did it parked there deliberately on a, on a roundabout? Yeah. On the school run? That's naughty, yeah. naughty, naughty. Officers were stunned when the woman stopped her grey Lexus outside a secondary school in Billsley or... Yeah, Billsley, Birmingham, while dropping off her children. And despite being confronted and ticketed by police, she continued to claim her innocence, reports Birmingham Live. Wouldn't it be great if she was the police had actually stunned and fell over? <laughs> so shocked by this one, they fell over as if they'd been cattle prodded. <laughs> Bang! Oh! oh, sorry. Very weedy, like the pathetic sharks in this comics back in the day. Pathetic sharks, yeah, they were good, they were. Yeah. Good she... morning, by the way, to the two of you. Hello. Paul hey, Ross. nice to see you. I like your jumper, Nordic. Oh, thank you. Scandi noir. <laughs> oh, really? 
than uh, go in the cellar. Let's just <laughs> see what this one is. I think we know, kind of got an idea what it's going to be. Yes, line one. Okay. And That's a bit Ipcrest file, isn't it? It's a little bit, yeah. Listen to my voice. Listen to me, Palmer. Hello, line two. Good evening. My name's Ian. Good evening. My name's Ian. My name's Ross. You hung up then. I didn't hung up. There's you a phone glitch. It's the snow. I'm blaming the snow. The snow is causing you to bottle it and hang up. Do you believe this nonsense, Paul Ross? <laughs> I challenge you to a fight, not a proper fight. One punch each. You go first. Nowhere below the waist. Right, let me just get, just let me get a run up first, all right? Hold well, on I've got both ends behind me back, no defence. He has, actually, yes. Right, here we go, right, I'm going to get a proper run up in the garage all the way to again. Right, here we go! He put the phone, <laughs> he put the phone down again! He bottled it! That guy. Paul, what is, oh, oh hang on, sorry, sorry, I'm just getting people that we don't normally get. Hello, line one. Hello, Ian. Hello, line one. We're, we're, yes, Hello. Ian, uh, Hugh Burns here. Uh, does he? Well, Hugh, Hugh needs some ice there. Well, he does, he does. He does. There's a lot of fires, but no, I was just thinking that um, while you were talking, while you were playing the Beach Boys there, yes. Have you have you heard? Um, Baby, it'll be all right. Have I heard what? Baby, it'll be all right. By whom? Beach Boys. That's no, 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 no song. Jimmy. Mm. Baby, it'll be all right. Don't worry, baby. Yeah. Maybe means does he? That's exactly what he means. Well, it's been building up yeah. inside uh, of me for long. oh, I, I don't know how long. long. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, I've heard that song. It's good. It's about. It's about. Uh, Neil, you know, what's it about? I was going to say you was. I know time is tight. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you were talking about Friday about the mathematician who was constipated, worked out with a pencil. Yes. Boom boom tish. Um, I knew a mathematician called Hall. That's a Do great that. story, thank you. Um, <laughs> don't worry, baby's weird because it's, it's it's about, it's about drag racing, racing, isn't it? Well, there's yeah. a lovely cover version by Brian Ferry on these foolish things. His first solo album. Uh, I, I heard version. someone mention that yeah. the other day. A sweet version, yeah. unusual album. That is because some of the there's one song on it. I've never bothered googling it because I'm hoping to stumble across it one day. Called River of Salt. He covers, oh. and I've never heard the original. I don't oh. even know who it's by. And it's just a lovely. It's only about one minute twenty seconds yeah, yeah. long on that album. It's a lovely album that these foolish things. Paul Ross, what is on your show tonight? Uh, we are talking black holes. We are talking the discovery of a 200-year-old skeleton of a man, the first man to circumnavigate Australia that we know of, the first European. It was found when they were digging up Euston Station um, for the HS2 development. 60-odd oh. thousand other skeletons mm. there as well. Scary Mary. Where are they going? Well, like, like buried. It was, a, it was consecrated ground. In 1889, they removed the headstones and started building the station on it, wow. which was allowed then. Oh, I love all this that. This guy was quite close to the service. They've tracked, you know, they're looking they for They were looking of, for him, weren't they? Yeah, they they knew he was in there. They know another person, Lord George Gordon, not Gordon Lord George, the Byron guy, but the guy who was mentioned in Dickens' Barnaby Rudge, Can I ask who dumb, started the anti-Catholic riots. Some question: How do they know it's him? Because on his coffin there was a um, there was stuff buried with him, but on his coffin there was a proper plaque which said he was plaque, inside. Because yeah. we often think in those days they didn't just put a headstone up. Yeah, they put kind of you know identifying things markers on the on the on the. Coffin. I had a great tour around Highgate Cemetery, the closed bit, with a guy who's a BBC reporter whose name I can't remember. Floss's dad. Floss's dad. John Waite. And he's like a guide there as well. And he was, took me through the, the cabins and all of that stuff and telling me that in the 60s and the 70s, when it was really abandoned, ki- and bodies were just like 
the coffins had cracked open, kids would come and take the bodies out of the coffins and play with them and sit with them and dress them up as like dolls and stuff like that. It's a weird world, isn't it? Imagine that. You think I missed out? I was, I was a kid in the sixties. I missed out. <laughs> My mother useless. <laughs> They're upset about kids watching too much YouTube. Back then, they were playing with corpses. Oh, hey. Um, Paul Ross is up next, uh, listener at one o'clock. It's a thoroughly entertaining show, we work right through till five o'clock. Well, it's hit and miss, but the hits are good. Got the usual old tosh, though. Yes. Uh, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you to all of the callers uh, this evening. Even you, Andre. Perfect. They're perfectly done. I mean, <laughs> I mean... we're back tonight, 10. This is Tom Radio.